to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Master and Commander. The far side of the world. It's not an S&M session. Now, why, you may ask? <laughs> you'll, you'll find out. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or blurry, press play, and then press pause after like 25 logos fade to black and the Universal logo fades to black. But pay most attention to the Universal logo. When it fades to black, press pause. In a second, I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause, at which point I'll press play, and you'll press play. And we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time with four scurvy scalawags in your head. Arr. And the uh, scurvy-ridden scalawags this week like are myself. the only not-pirate movies that <laughs> takes place on the ocean. <laughs> oh, okay. There are pirates in it. They're not pirates. Well, I'm, I'm just waiting for Pirates of the Caribbean, because you guys can have your serious pirate movies all day long. I, I prefer to see Jack Sparrow drinking a lot. Uh, myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian. Uh, uh, no. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm in a different said, chair. What happened to Brian? It's Eddie the Eddie Doty. That's me. And it's Michael the Dorkman Scott. Hello. And it's Trey the Amazing Stokes. Oh hi there. I have no middle. Yar. I should have said yeah, yar. Yar. You really sorry. Should. It's not a pirate movie. You said. I know. You, it's not. But if we're gonna do the pirate thing for no good reason, are. we should at least be consistent. <laughs> then we should exactly. all. Then we should all get rickets. We should and at scurvy. least hold yeah. fast. Thank you. Now, my thing you number did. one. My Thank experience you. with Master and Commander is limited. I've only seen it once, but I remember really disliking it. And I, I don't recall exactly why. I think I just felt um, as if nothing actually happened in the movie. And that might have just been I wasn't paying attention to the right points and I missed stuff. But I feel like I, I sat down and watched the movie. And by the t- time it was done, I was like, I don't know what I just watched. I have no idea what that movie was supposed to be about. Because it seems like, in my recollection, I only saw it about a year or two ago, that it's these guys are on the sea and then a th- the other boat and then... Uh, credits pretty and, much and, yeah and you it, got it oh in that case then cool at this point and, and, and watching it again now I'll just try to focus on the, the theme and on the uh, you know the world building because if it's not heavy on the plot then I guess I was you know my observation was right and I'm going to try to enjoy it for what it is at the time I remember being kind of disappointed by it but I know that Eddie likes this movie a I do. lot. I, I like this movie a lot. I like this movie in many of the same reasons I like The Prestige. It's it's a it's a really good character study. It's also one of the best naval, uh, most realistic. I, I love naval, navels. Na- yeah. Navels, yeah. It's, just, it's a really good uh, belly button. No, it's just it's one of the best naval combat movies I think of, of certainly of reef's recent memory that really understand the science of of what it was like in the 1800s to do that. Plus just. Uh, being on a ship it explores all sorts of stuff leadership and friendship and yet obsession and how that can get in the way of things and, and so many accents a lot of accents and and a really bad portuguese accent that paul uh, paul bettany does when he says abrigado uh oh, later on but good uh, stuff. but not but just really good characters really good acting across the board peter weir again like the prestige he's another one of those guys he will not wait for you he will go and you better keep up and uh, there's a lot, and it's another movie you can revisit a lot. You get a lot; it, it does reward you for repeat viewings, and and I like it. It's one of those movies that uh, that doesn't get as much, I think, respect. It kind of got overshadowed that the year it came out because we had we were finishing up Lord of the Rings and we had uh, you know, pirates, pirates right and, in that same zone. yeah. So it kind it kind of fell through the cracks, but I mean, it's just a really really solid top top to bottom film. Uh, Michael Dorkman Scott, Master and Commander, big I, fan. Well, I I I saw this movie when it came out, and I. All evidence uh, it would indicate that I liked it a lot because I I remember that I saw it twice, but that's 
all I really remember. Were, were you there? I remember the fact of seeing it twice, but I don't really remember the movie very well. Um, and uh, like I remember little bits of it. I mean, we were talking about this in in the forums, and people were like, "Yeah, it was there were just these long stretches between the action?" And I was, in all seriousness, like there was action in this movie. Like <laughs> I didn't thank, remember thank it. Thank you, Darkman. But uh, that didn't it's bother strange, me. Strange because as we'll see, there are two colossal right. naval battles in I, this movie. I okay. like I like the movie. Um, I don't really remember much about it or why I like it, but I have the impression of liking it. So <laughs> right. I'm looking forward to. So it's the opposite of what you have with J.J. Abrams. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like. <laughs> I like this movie. What's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to um, revisiting it and and rediscovering why I uh, seem to like it. This, <laughs> now, movie, this, movie, like this it. movie slipped you a roofie, but you don't mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of like Constantine. <laughs> this was one of those movies that people were talking about in the in the suggestion thread in the forums. Register, please talk. I was one of those people, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. And I, and and That's like Constantine, it was a, it was something that everyone on the forums wanted to see, and also Trey. And here we are again. I know this is a movie that you like. I like it. What's, I do you, like what's it. your experience with Master and Commander? I, uh, what year did this come out? Oh three, oh three, end of two thousand three. I had just turned one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's weird because I I, I associate this movie with uh, Orlando, Florida, because um, so. But you wouldn't have been in Orlando. You wouldn't have been at the Dave School yet. No, that was a couple years later. So it, for whatever reason, I was working on it. Might, I guess it must have been Jimmy Neutron. I guess maybe I was doing at the time. Oh, you I was, did work on Jimmy Neutron. I was back right. in the Jimmy Neutron at Universal Florida. I guess was. That's I guess that's when it was. Although that seems wrong too, but we'll see. But um, for whatever reason, I know I was in Orlando, Florida, and I literally had uh, like four hours to kill before I had to go to the airport. And so I'm like, well, what am I going to do? So I went to Universal City Walk there, and oh, Master and Commander, I've heard about that. I'll check that out. I like Russell Crowe. So I had I had not a lot of expectation, and uh, I just sat down like you know it was an afternoon matinee, and I'm the only one in the theater, and uh, I just thought it was just fascinating and and really liked it a lot. And uh, I think I saw it again when I got. Off the plane, oh. some, some not not immediately, oh, oh, okay. not immediately after I got off the plane. Like I have to see that again right now, um, but I saw it again in the theater here when I got back to LA at some point, um, and I've watched it a lot on video. And I, I do, I can't really quite say why I find it so fascinating. Although I think I am in the same court with Eddie is that I love that they just went all out in recreating a world that you don't see in movies a lot. You know, here's a, here's a topic that you don't see uh, covered in movies and to cover it with just down to the last detail and be uncompromising about it where it's like, you know, they don't whip out there. I, I, by the way, I've invented a bicycle that flies that we can use against the French. You know, it's like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't go wild, wild west yeah, or, or, like yeah. wild, wild or west Sherlock west Holmes or anything like that. You know, they didn't go nuts on it, but, uh, I just really was fascinated by the sense of the sense of history and the sense of a culture that was so alien to us, but existed, you know, not that long ago, and uh, the different ways that humans can live their lives, you know, like being <laughs> uh, the, the, in the British Navy. And when when is this movie set? The fifteen eighteen oh four eighteen hundred eighteen fourteen twelve yeah. twelve hundred as a, yeah, not fifteen hundreds. Uh, it was well after the Renaissance, I know, but uh, apparently the the book was set in eighteen twelve, and yeah. the the French ship in this movie was actually an American ship. But the all the yeah. studios were like, we're <laughs> not going to do that. So yeah, so they made it even French, more awesome. Everyone hates the French. If the if the <laughs> Americans were our bad guys, that would have been fantastic. But um, but yeah, I love I just love the idea of of uh, the the sense of of uh, creating this entire crazy world that they did. And then the 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 battle scenes are spectacular. And it you know it's hmm. it's one of those things where I look at it's just like I look at World War Two, where I go, people just voluntarily showed up. And did that, knowing that it was going to be that. Yep. Like, so what happens if we meet another ship? We're just going to sail up next to each other, and, and we're going to blast each Wave other with and cannons. Shoot. And then anyone who's not dead after that, we're going to go at it with swords. That's our plan. That's what we do. That's our job. 
To uh, which I say, hell to the yes. You know, that humans used to voluntarily do that and still more or less do variations of it to this day is amazing yeah. to me. And but now, I really enjoyed it. And I would just, I thought Russell Crowe was great in it. And uh, I thought everyone was great in it. And uh, it just was a great ev- evocation of a period that I yeah. just don't see on film. Yeah. I think I mainly remember it as, like you were saying, a character study. Because yeah. like I was saying, I'm like, I don't remember any action. I remember a lot of, a lot of. 1800 sailing and it feels Paul like Bettany and Russell Crowe and, arguing and one like of the an hobbits, one of the, yeah, one one of the, the hobbits. hobbits. It and feels the, like a book. Yeah, it, well, well, it was. It's a series of books. It, it's a series of books. It's a series yeah. of apparently 20 books. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, they, how they, can you adapt 20 books into one movie? Well, and, and, the, and the people who love the books, well, you know, they took, were dissatisfied. They took, they took a couple of two books from somewhere in yeah. the middle. So yeah. it's actually Master and Commander is the title of one book, and the Far Side of the World is the other. And they took. They took the chase from one of them and the ending battle from the other and made a movie out of it. It's like making a movie called Dr. No Goldfinger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. No Goldfinger. Brilliant. Yeah. That being said, go ahead and get your mouse remote ready. You're at the point where the Universal logo faded to black. Here we go. Three, two, one, unpause. And the movie begins. There we go. With oh, the, I love the high, the really long hyphen. I like that. I the, like that. That's all the backstory you need. The that's yeah. Napoleon, okay, boom. Napoleon is the master of Europe. Only the British fleet stands before him. Oceans are now battlefields. Boom. There you go. That's all you need. And we start off. I think it should have scrolled up, but that's it. No. <laughs> that's fine. And we and and uh, we start off like in, in. It's not in the middle of a battle. It's it's in the middle of sleep. And these yeah. kind of first few shots, kind of you know. And I knew very little about you know. 18th century or 19th century uh, uh what naval a fag. warfare. I know, I <laughs> yeah. know. Where the hell do I Where get did off? you go to school? I, know. I, I remember th- I remember being very shocked by that early on when it listed all of the the studios it's like wow they really wanted yeah. to get this movie fucking made like yeah. they came yeah. together and they were like dude we have to make this movie. I, think, I think so apparently just like everyone's there i think yeah. moses has an executive producer yeah. credit on this. <laughs> well every time every time you every time and you... then and they also had the three two major studios and then one boutique they had ilm weta and asylum working yeah. on this one every time... weta was still finishing up uh lord of the rings yeah. at the time yeah. so it was kind of a you know well so wait if they subtitled this movie does that mean they were expecting to make more of them this was going to be a series yeah now yeah. this is great we get that that's our first you, know, you, you don't necessarily know what hms means but you can you later on get oh her majesty's ship or his majesty's ship whoever was king or queen at the time yeah. and then we get the orders and then that's his majesty i think yeah, his, at the so, time so I here's think, yeah. here's our here's our go moment sink it burn it or take it <laughs> yeah there you go and that's really all you need like everything else you're going to learn about the characters yeah. you'll have time to figure out but that's all you need to, to kind of set there's up. bad guys they're French there you go you're done there's French do something yeah. I love the shot of yeah. the uh, of of the sleeping bags of these just bundles you're not quite sure what you're seeing <laughs> yeah, realizing hell? oh crap that's where everybody sleeps like when, that's where everybody works and, and does shit and then at night they just throw up some really uncomfortable looking hammocks we haven't even seen it yet but I love that one of the cannons name is Jumping Billy mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they name the cannons <laughs> the cannons yeah. all have names Dead jumping Billy, I thought was a good name for a cannon. If I ever, ca- that's great too because you see that that's that's a pair of slightly smaller shoes. So you're kind of realizing, oh yeah, kids serve on British naval boats at this time, and the <laughs> and livestock, and the fact they have livestock on board, so they great. can have milk and eggs and whatnot. But if I ever, have, Jared's jumping. If Billy. I ever have a cannon, I'm going to call him Jumping Billy because I think that's a great cannon name. Hmm. So I was already in, sudden yeah, death. Great name, <laughs> but uh, so when I was watching the movie, I was like, first of all, I'm like, wow, this is not starting like I would have thought, you know. Yeah. But, and, but what a great, what a great setup, you know, to really just show this is a world that you just don't ever see, you know. It's like this is a weird, weird, you know, way of living. Russell Crowe has that live. line later on where he says, you know, in our tiny little world, because it really is that you have people from all cultures, all races. I mean, uh, in this ship, and th- yeah, it's there really there aren't as many movies like that really invoke leadership and what it takes to be a leader anymore. And this is kind of anachronistic in that. This in Serenity. 
Yeah. Ser- Serenity explores that definitely, well, but Serenity with fewer girls. I was thinking yeah. more along the lines of the Kane mutinies with Humphrey Bogart. Like to me, that's yeah. like a really great and also a naval movie, but a really great movie about what what it takes to be a leader and 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 uh, sometimes it's it's there's it's not as black and white as people seem to think. Yeah, and, and Nathan Fillion didn't make the other crew members sew on their own patches right. like Russell Crowe apparently did on this. <laughs> Russell Crowe basically came in and took over. He's like, I'm the captain. You're going to do yeah, what I say. It, and like off the set, like he just forced the actors to do things yeah. to, to put them in the mindset yeah. of By the um, way, this character here, the there's, a, there's a common misconception that that's Eric Idle. A lot of people think that, <laughs> a lot of people think that, that uh, Stewart is Eric Idle and it's not Eric Idle. Uh, but that guy there is a hobbit. So, guys, I've got some exciting news for you. What's that? Uh, we've passed episode 60, and we've never done a Russell Crowe movie. Oh, my really? God. Well, so, so go. let's talk about Russell Crowe a little bit. Yeah, I, quick, before he throws a phone at us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, here he is. I I'm actually... I've liked him. I've liked him, kind of. I, I like I, him. I've actually. never I, seen him. I like that him That makes lot. me go, I really love it. I've seen several. I've seen Gladiator and Cinderella yeah. Man and uh, Beautiful Mind and all those. Yeah. Uh, and, you yeah. know, but in this. There's I, a movie he did. He, I, he never grabs me, but he seems like he would fuck kill me like any yeah, actor right. that seems like he could just kill you he could eat you alive yeah. that's why you like watching tom sizemore because you're like i'm glad that, you're on that side yeah, of the screen yeah, man. yeah that guy he, he no, I, mess you up i've never been or a crazy you or someone like that <laughs> i've never been a crazy huge russell crowe fan i do like him in, in certain things i love him in this and i uh trey help me out helter shelter uh the white supremacist movie he did oh uh romper stomper romper stomper yeah romper stomper i really that was liked. one of his early, early earlier films. movies but i really liked him in that and i thought like wow i can't wait to see him in other stuff yeah. And I liked him in Inside Man. Uh, in Mystery Alaska was one of his earlier ones too. Or the Insider, uh, Mystery Alaska. Yeah, but the I was Insider. Say, I really Inside liked Man him. is Clive Owen. Yeah, no, the Insider. Insider. I re- the Insider I really liked. And then I, you Actually, know, I, I I'm was... kind of on the other side of the fence. I'm not a huge Gladiator fan, so it's like I, I don't know. I uh, uh, I liked him in Gladiator, and I liked him. I tell you, a movie that uh, is flawed, but uh, uh, Proof of Life. He's really good. Oh, in, yeah. in Proof of Life. And Proof of Life, you know, for those who remember that far back in history, that was the movie that broke up Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Because while they were making that movie, Meg Ryan and, and uh, Mr. Crow had we're, an affair. We're doing some shit. And that ended up, uh, ended, ended um, I'll just, Dennis I'll, Quaid's marriage. But, um, <laughs> but Russell Crowe is the original Michelle Bond. And show. so, and, and considering, that the, considering that the movie <laughs> itself is about how Russell Crowe is a mercenary who is helping Meg Ryan get back her kidnapped husband, and while the husband is away, they have an affair, um, caused them to recut the movie because everyone knew yep. about the real life affair that yep. had come from it. So the movie kind of suffered because of the real life you know extra nonsense well, but i gotta say that the, watch that movie he's really good in it and and especially the last shot the last shot of that movie if you haven't seen it uh, there's is one long extended take of russell crowe um just having emotions is the best way yeah. i can explain it and it's just a shot of him reacting to something and you can see like eight different emotions go across his face really it's quickly awesome. i love that shot of them clearing the dinner table so they yeah. can set up the, surgical the operating tools. table yeah and, and and the fact that the sheet is covered with old blood stains and in yeah. a weird way a, a ship like this is kind of like the greenest uh like modular workspace that you can keep yeah, using yeah. for over and over again and boom the captain's quarters leads directly into the gun room and he's, yeah. and, he's and they take the doors off and now it's an open space and, and the, and yeah, and the surgeon thing is it's totally like someone's gonna get shot so i am ready i'm ready yeah. for, for somebody to get shot by, yeah. by the way because yeah. i know what to do hack the limb off that's well, what i do yeah well we've while well, we've got these shot i mean we're going to be seeing it the whole time but but just like you were talking about attention to detail one piece of trivia i read in preparation because i didn't know what else the hell i was going to say about this movie um mm-hmm. what uh like they were they were so detailed that that there's something like 27 miles of rope this is a great shot to point that out on yeah. uh, on that ship most of which they had to make themselves for the movie wow. because look at the way it's spiraling yeah. most rope made today spirals the other way but at the time it's a right wow. hand weave but couldn't it, they but just flip most, the whole film most rope yeah. at the time had no. a, at the time of the Napoleonic conflict had a left hand 
wow. uh, uh, spirals. So. On a lot of movies, I would look at that and say, focus, focus, <laughs> something else. But then again, like, I mean, you you want the actors to believe it. And it's not just one or two actors on a set where you can really right. take the time. Yeah, you're you're think, literally directing 50 people at a time here. Look at all the background. Do you I think mean, the actors would not have believed it had the rope spun <laughs> the other way, Eddie? <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess. Accuracy? That, I guess, that's, I mean, probably, yes, I'm sure everyone would have You have to stick to your principles. I guess, but the, the point is, is that the same mind that comes up with that, if you let that go, you let everything, you let a whole bunch of other exactly, things go. Exactly, exactly. Does it, does it matter that they had the same China when they shot Titanic? Yeah. You know, does it matter that they had the right dwarf cows when they made Dragon Slayer? Yeah. Individual any of those choices you could you could probably sacrifice but but if you are of the personality that says ah it's okay then you're going to lose a lot more yeah at a certain at the, where do you draw the line where you no longer say ah that's okay you know at, at yeah. you kind of have to almost go to the extreme and be like no we have to get it right because We'll fuck something I, up. I think otherwise. it's. I think it matters because there's so much, so much damn rope in this movie <laughs> that it's like you know the fact that it's it's not like they didn't go to rope R us you know because right. you kind of tell how perfectly machined you know modern rope would be. That's true. So they you know let's, we might as well just make it a certain way. Now, love the, that. Yeah. Love, oh, shit. love, oh, love shit. that. You know, and then and this, and this is you know, welcome, welcome to welcome to the British Navy. This is yeah. what happens. Just, duck and cover. They blow the piss out of you. And, and with see, cannons. we start, with, and that, that's why people are like, oh, this movie had no action. It's like we start yeah. with a pretty uh, big action set. Kind of some action here, and not only that, but with some pretty deep ramifications for the one of the younger lieutenants there um max perkis is the lieutenant name. sebastian <laughs> well there's, there's those two actors and they, they both feature in the story max perkis is the is the very young boy the yeah. very young blonde boy who later showed up if you haven't seen the, the hbo miniseries rome oh yeah uh, check yeah, yeah, that yeah. out because he's, he's an amazing character in rome and he's not that much older too he's a he's a he's a budding young emperor and a, a twisted little fellow he plays in that show um but the other kid here's some trivia the the kid who later spoiler is going to um jump overboard um, the kid who's uh, yeah, you know, caused- the guy, who's not a kid who's actually thirty. He, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he comes across as a kid. The the midship the the midshipman or whatever his title is. Um, he has a role in. Um, oh, I got a I got a high sign from uh, from <laughs> from Matt on that one. Um, he is uh, he has a very featured role in the television I, I show Spaced. I do love that bit as well. He's like, oh, we're in battle. I better put on my hat. I got to put my <laughs> battle hat on. Um, that kid is uh, the actor. I don't know his name, but if you've seen the show Spaced, uh, he plays yeah, the, uh, he's the, the young hoodlum the, that they have the, the gun fight with. <laughs> the Simon Pegg show, yeah. yeah. It, Matt's freaking out right now. Yeah, I've, so always, I've always enjoyed, like, like one thing, just watching this again, one thing I, I remember, you know, li- like you say, just kind of creating the world and stuff like that. It's like, and with, with the bit of the hat that I made the joke about, but it's like, it's like, it's so... You know, they're just floating out there and they don't really get to bathe, but they still try to look dapper and yeah. try to try to look so there's this this weird like kind of dignity and dirt going together and stuff like that it's really very fascinating have they had the uh the quarter deck line stand tall on the quarter deck son i don't think so is it, is it quarter is it quarter deck it's it's something deck i think it's quarter deck all i know is i love the fact that they really have no choice but to just keep ordering yeah, you, just just, just you have to have nerves of steel just or just be, it's like because it re- this is turn-based combat this yeah. is like if, if today's combat is like halo and modern warfare too this is like uh, you know the, the the very first command and conquer where you've just got to take turns and like yeah. just you know, yeah. blam 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 and then go. And this is also uh you know they 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 have some very cleverly disguised as you know scenes in this movie by by placing the doctor who is not a naval man exactly um, right you know, to explain a few things every so often when they need to explain them and vice versa and yeah, vice versa exactly. of of, of uh, what he does and 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 you know sort of where his interests lie. Now this is an absolutely true story. Trey spends a lot of time on a boat, and one time I surprised him 
by coming down before he knew I was coming, and he was screaming and running around in a hat. It was awesome. <laughs> I it was. was. It was a sight I'll never forget. I was. Well, stand tall on oh, the quarterback. Okay. He was yeah. running back and forth with his cat. It was great. It was it, awesome. If you run back and forth, it, it makes it rock a little, and you can pretend that you're the, shelled. Because the, the, the dock in Marina Del Rey is, is, is a battleground. Oh, yeah, oh it's a vicious, insanely vicious rich battleground. people that have boats at that dock thought oh, he yeah. was adorable. I, lo- I love this, door. too, by the way. I love you know the, the effects of getting like your, your bell rung or any sort of concussion. Like mm. th- There are some filmmakers who are able to kind of capture that with everything just slows down. Have you had slightly. a concussion? Uh, I, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> I think I do, but I've, I don't I've been I've been knocked out a couple of times, and and yeah, there's a and I've been choked out, and there are different experiences, and and but the, just like just how everything kind of slows down. Um, Saving Private Ryan does that really good as well in the very beginning of that movie where uh, Tom Hanks gets shellacked with something, and everything just kind of slows down, desaturates, the sound kind of goes, and it's actually you know. Are you just sort of that. pulling into yourself for a second, and that's the no, effect, that's, and that's, that, how they, that's, that's how they portray that's it? your brain recalibrating. That's like hitting control, <laughs> yeah, like rebooting system. Yeah, your brain going like when you get choked out. When you get choked out, the first thing that happens is that everything kind of goes to black and white, and then you get tunnel vision, and then you're out. And there's a, it's you know, your brain is a computer, and that's anytime there's large impact somewhere, you kind of get that's sort of what happens. To me, the the blacking out is like like a the movie projector slowing down. You yeah. like you start to see yeah, the yeah. flicker yeah. coming as it goes dark. Yeah, you just get you kind of or like yeah, like a, like an old timey projector where you get like the 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 edges closing around the iris. Yeah, and the organ music starts to play. <laughs> So this again, it's this is, I was just fascinated by, and I'm, and I'm fascinated again just by watching the 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 way they're just sort of laying out like, no, this is it's, as amazing as it seems. This is what life is like, you know, was like for human beings at some point in history. Yeah, this is what you did. It's like, well, our, we've lost our sail. <laughs> Get in a boat and tow us. And, yeah, exactly. We're gonna row it. Now into the fuck. that 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 shot was like it was a full scale ship. And then a CG one in the background, but for the most part, they actually use miniatures. Yeah, right. miniatures and 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 so. the real, you know, the surprise is a real ship. Yeah, obviously. the surprise is. A, but although they they um the interesting like another um thing that I read in several things, the Cinefax and stuff like that, it's like they shot for about a hundred days, most of which um was in the Baja Studios where they also shot Titanic. Oh wow! Um, and it was like it was like they. Ninety percent of this movie is on the water, but only ten percent of the movie was actually on shot ocean. on the right, ocean. Right, right. Yeah. Because as anyone, uh, you know, as anyone who's done it, you know, back from Steven Spielberg and even yeah. before that, says you're just you're in a world of oh, hurt. P- and that's what that's choppy. what Peter Weir said. He was yeah. like, he was like, I read about shooting Jaws. I read about making Moby Dick. All the times they did it, and I was not going to go out on the ocean. <laughs> no, like, yeah, that's thing. Once you get a certain. Uh, point past the bay for our, for our landlocked listeners uh the ocean just gets way too choppy there's just i mean there's so many safety concerns and just the improbability of being able to get any shot that you want off of it you really can't get far enough away to have that open seas look without yeah. getting the the open seas effect open seas yeah, effect without being in deep, like perfect deep water sweater. now since i'm saying brian's chair i'm just going to evoke him for a second <laughs> them going into a giant cloud of mist to escape totally stole that from rathicon <laughs> <laughs> nerd nerd it's true this I, I think I would like this book. I would love to know how all these things worked. I'd love to I do, I'd love to read now, the Minosha. Now that now I that we're too, doing yeah. this, I'm like I'm like I need to make a note and remind myself to read the fucking Master and Commander series right here. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they're they're beloved by millions. Um and have and you guys read any of the any of the books? I have I, not. I, have I, not. I know they exist. I have Have you read pirate books at all? No. no. What pirate books? I, I are read there? uh um Treasure Island, but other than that, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah okay, Robinson yeah. Crusoe, and there was another one that was about a family that was uh, drift on a on some sort of like a dinghy or a zodiac or something like that. Lost in space, 
Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. Yeah. I read that book. I forget. I just remember that they caught a turtle and ate out of its shell. That it was gross. That does sound familiar. I read the K in, uh, in fifth oh, grade. Yeah. Yeah. The key. The, the, the key. key. Yeah, yeah, the key. I, yeah, I, they, they the make it. I, I believe. Entire, I genera- believe. entire generations, if they had an illiterate teacher, think that that word is pronounced K. Yeah, yeah. the Y and illiterate teacher then. No, I think that it's like you read that book. Oh, we all know that book. The big thing that you get from reading. They themselves to a tree in the storm and the whole thing. The big thing you get from reading the key is that, is that, uh, you just really want lobster while you're reading it because all yeah. they eat the entire movie is Langostino lobster. And you know, and you know, I've discovered that I don't really like lobster. I love lobster. Like <laughs> I, I hate lobster, but I just can't eat any animal that looks like it was when I'm eating I like, it. I like. I like. If a, if a steak like, was a cow shape, I could not eat that steak. May, yeah, okay. Maybe I, I like lobster when it's really well made, but otherwise it's like rubbery and kind uh, of gross yeah, and, yeah. If you, if you yeah. steam it just like a minute too long, yeah. it's way too rubbery. Yeah. So here, back to the back to the movie you for just a it. moment. No. You know, the idea that just that little encounter, nine guys died. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, we lost nine. I love the shot earlier of just like oh water's flooding in and i'm up to my nipples and yeah. let's not kill everyone like I said, let's like, work really you know, hard how, to not how know. did we even have a civilization now how did we survive this period of history you know when you know when life was so much cheaper when you know if you got to the age of 25 without dying of syphilis it was like a big time like, yeah hey, you, you got you got the gold way, watch at that point because yeah. you got to retire. to retire by the way where i do like russell crowe's and is when he really captures a subtle moment well like when he looks at blakely and he's and blake's like oh just a broken arm sir he's got this look he's like yeah, yeah no it's yeah. not yeah. And it's no. ultimately tragic, and I know your folks, and they're gonna fucking kill me because you're about actually, to lose your arm. Actually, now now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, yeah the kid loses. Like, I'm, it's all coming back to me. And I remember, off. I remember at the end of this, Blakely, that character. Like by the end of this movie, I was like, I want to hug that kid. Seriously, Someone hug yeah. that kid. He loses an arm <laughs> in the first act, and yeah. he ends the movie by stabbing bitches in the throat. Yeah, like, he's just like he's the most badass. He's the like, most badass and it's like so you just need to. Just please, well, someone. Well, well, if it helps, I'm <laughs> sure many of the crewmen did hug him from uh, time yeah, to time because, true. of course, it is the British Navy. Uh, the <laughs> seamen. <laughs> yeah. We're all over him. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that was the things with the hoe. I went beyond the That's how it is at sea. And for man. him, he's probably like, oh, this is the initiation. Welcome in the Navy. Welcome you know something I, I hadn't noticed about Russell Crowe before, but I think now I'm retro, like looking back at the stuff I've seen him in, I think it applies. He really can commit to a, a world, even if it's a bunch of jargon, and really yeah. kind of sell it. Yeah, he, does. he did that in Gladiator. He even did that a little bit in Cinderella Man. And I clearly, he didn't know what he was talking about in Beautiful Mind. That's probably why. That's probably why he makes everyone else be method actors too. He's yeah. like, guys, I need this. <laughs> like, I yeah. need to be able to just. A you scene, need to help yeah. me. There's a scene coming up later. A quick little scene where he's with all the all the young uh, midshipmen or, or the whatever they're again whatever the title would be, and he's teaching them. They're having a little sextant lesson, and uh, and he has this whole thing where he, he's uh, you know turn three times. He's like you know sort of like you yeah. know, doing through the ritual of how you do it, and he's clearly like enjoying himself. And you can just yeah. tell that's that's Russell Crowe just making the kids do stuff you yeah. know he's just like yelling at them barking orders at everybody but uh, but the story is uh, yeah the story is that he did sort of take on the role of i will be the commander Robert, yeah yeah and uh, you know and i will i will encourage my fellow actors to to take it seriously too everyone had such great handwriting back then it still freaks me out yeah i, I, I always think about that whenever i read like old pa- like anything from 1600s forward yeah prior to that most of it was terrible. You were taught a certain way to do it. Yeah, well, well yeah. calligraphy was like a, a part of school. Yeah. Like it was yeah. reading, writing, and If you writing. went to school at all, you you learned to write that There's way. a great, as you know, thing, because, yeah, because uh, the doctor's like, what is a weather gauge? And so, yeah. and, but, but leading up to that, it was all stuff we could sort of understand. It's like, yeah, our shots weren't penetrating, 200, like, it, it's all the technical stuff, but we're able to follow along. And you could tell in writing there's a lot of discipline of when they should have Paul Bettany ask a question like that. But when what? Is it like, when, is it, when is it something that the audience can figure out, and when is it something that we actually have to throw a rope down and like bring them up on 
And and also now they've established the stakes. They establish yeah. it's not it's it goes beyond just their own little world it, because otherwise you run the risk of well what you know what do I care about one ship? Here it actually sets the stakes of a larger conflict of something that even if you don't have a great idea of history, most people at least know who Napoleon is. Yeah. So yes, they, again the idea is like they we. We, we're on board with this movie because we sure don't want the French to be taking over the world. Yeah, remember right. this was 2003, so <laughs> yeah. we still had Damn we were French. still like fucking no. France. You know the first yeah, time, they're those pacifists. Yeah, the first time I get to and name, then we were like, oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, excuse us. <laughs> I get to name a warship. I'm probably going to go to something else before I get to surprise, which makes me think the guy that named the surprise had already yeah. gotten all the fucking badass ones, that, and yeah. he just wanted one called surprise. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to call it the bludgeonator, but uh, <laughs> too big to fit on the... On Turkey the biscuit, the ship. Yeah. I had to get two ships to name them both half of Schwarzenegger. It's just so long, it doesn't fit on the board. Yeah, the Schwarzenegger went the, down the, over Bermuda. Now, the, the Schwarzen's over there, the, the, the Negger. Yeah, the Negger. We, we never where, found that one. We never, no one likes to talk about that one. So we never get really... It's it's hard to get past the Negger in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I keep having to keep explaining it. So, so I changed it to, no, the, no, I changed half, it to the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now so now we have twi- sister ships, the Schwartz surprise. <laughs> Schwartz surprise. The black surprise? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yiddish in the British Navy. It's It happened. Look it up. That That is such an efficient uh, backstory scene that isn't boring, that that, that really kind of just launches you into into your next beat. Like, that's, that's some... That's some that's the writing that most people won't is don't assume to be hard, but that's actually oftentimes how you do that without, uh, you know, risking sounding sort of pedantic. This, on the other hand, man, I this was rough watching this the first <laughs> yeah, time. This is gnarly. My wife still has not seen this movie. Every time she's like, "Oh, what's this Master Commander?" I'm like, uh, you yeah, would yeah, not yeah, make yeah, it past yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, this this is not for your, for your delicate sensibility. This would not be okay with you. It's the idea that this kid is whatever he is, you know, thirteen or whatever. If that, yeah. I mean, he looks it's, like eleven. Yeah. 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 This idea of like you know, and he was like, so if I die, nose. yeah, if, I, if I'm dead, don't let him put a stitch through my nose. Yeah, <laughs> and of course the the irony of this is a beautiful. You know, again, please watch the movie first if you yeah. haven't. But the idea that he's going to live, but the guy he's talking to is not going to make yeah. it to the end of yeah. the movie. Oh, jeez. I remember. I remember. This scene was not as bad as it could have been. Like they, because because at this but, point we were watching, you well, still don't know what they're doing. You still, yeah. but then you right. see oh, the sand. Oh yes, like, I did. Uh, as soon as well, I saw well, the sand, like, I was like, "Oh, oh no. sand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah. But you're gonna go. Oh, they're gonna take the bullet out. Oh then no. They start, then they start putting. I knew. They start putting. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the belt. I think. I think the belt. The belt is kind of the tip off. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. You know, and then don't they give him the bite down thing? Like, here you go. Yes, they do. And then we only see him, and then we see, we see from like. Uh, we see above him, so we see the the. This is, I mean, the this motion. is a this is a great um, um, this is a great bit of uh, of how editing yes makes yeah. something work because they don't show it no they they but they they definitely between his reaction and what he does like we just basically see his shoulder moving yep. and we hear the sound and that's yeah. all and we it, know what's going on it's, it's shorthand and it's of what's not seen versus what's seen and the thing is is that they didn't go for the close up of, <laughs> of the, comes the, of the saw. first yeah. yeah they didn't they didn't do what a lot of people would have done which is cut to this a close up of, of the first incision yeah. because but you didn't need that because you have everything you need to see in his face yeah. and his face and in Paul Bettany's face yeah. i mean that's all you need you know what's happening at this point yeah yeah, not, yeah, this makes me want to cry. Yeah, this poor is little, so like, sad. Li- like I'm saying, yeah. when, you know. Anytime anyone wants to go, it was so much simpler life before. Just, just bear in mind that anesthesia is about <laughs> slightly yeah. over a century old. As far as, as far as, yeah, exactly. And, it's, all, and it's done. And, and that was that's it. it. And then yeah. we're done. And that, yeah, he says, I've never seen someone so brave. Yeah. That's, you know, and, now, and he kind of gets to speak for us in that moment. I, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about this more in, uh, in our Pan's Labyrinth commentary whenever that comes out. But the, the act of taking off a limb 
I always want to think, just get a really big axe, sharpen it a lot, and just go, funk, <laughs> no, and kill most no, of them. No, no, no. no. I, I, and I'll, little, I'll speak on this. A little, little too random. There. My father had yeah. his foot amputated uh, uh, oh. in 99. Yeah. With an axe? No, well, no. He had, <laughs> Did you he at had, least consider the axe? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is that, and I, I think I mentioned this in another commentary, but the, the amputation technology is not much different. It's really the, not. The, uh-huh. the, the, basic, the basic premise behind it is that if you start from the top of any limb and work your way down, you get all the way down until you're at the, the bottom level of skin. You actually leave more of that, so you fold it over, sew it up, disinfect, keep them happy, and that's about it. My father was actually awake during his procedure. They gave him a spinal block, so he was, he was temporarily paralyzed, and then they doped him up on a sedative, so he was in a lucid thing. He said, like, <laughs> wow. he's like, I could hear the saw, but I just did not care. Like, uh-huh. I, just, I was very <laughs> wow. happy. And, wow. uh, but yeah, the, 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 the technology is exactly the same. And here's another example of, you know, hey, here's how you do surgery. And, and they're yes, doing surgery. it right out on the top of the ship, just yeah. like, well, whatever. Because the air will be good. Because it's cleaner than indoors. Yeah. Yeah. And in those two shots, you get so much about those two characters. You get the other <laughs> doctor who's like what the fuck and you get yeah. paul bettany who's like i got this he's like i've been reading about <laughs> this it's yeah. in the literature it's but a, he looks at him with almost like a level of disdain like what you're gonna freak out about uh, some brain yeah you get know. the spoon he gets a spoon if you he can't take spoon. blood get off get out of the kitchen it's I don't a clean know what spoon <laughs> you get a lot of that from peter weir like in general like if you if you rewatch truman show Dude, you, Dorkman, I, it's not the blood man it's the spoon <laughs> as a surgical <laughs> instrument <laughs> and i love this it's like is that his brain oh no that's no, what no. i thought about this is his brain oh yeah no, but uh, Peter Weir in general, like he kind of he kind of gets uh, he's really good at like using just simple shot choices to to convey story. He does a lot with less dialogue. You can rewatch Deb Hope Society or Truman Show. You can see like he does a lot with people's reaction. Laura Lenny and Truman Show. You get so yeah. much out of her glances. Like when as the whole thing is starting to unravel, you get so much. Like she doesn't have to. The the word she's speaking to Truman is very much like, oh, honey, everything's fine. But from her face, you get a whole like subtext of of. Like a hidden dialogue. Oh, you see all almost. the panic in her yeah, face the you whole get, time. It's yeah. like a hidden dialogue almost. I guess maybe that's a phrase for it. He he really hides his dialogue in just these glances. And same thing with uh, uh, Deb Hote Society. Like once the kids start forming their own, and that's some great CG. By <laughs> that's there, not bad. Yeah, nice. Especially for the time, as funny as that is to say. I mean, yeah. things have advanced all very quickly. Eight years. I was ago having this conversation Six and a half, the other yeah. day. Uh, in terms of CG, we have to adjust our timeline. It's no longer uh, 2010 AD by my clock. It's uh, about 17 AJP. Yeah. What? After Jurassic, After Jurassic Park. Park. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, is that Trey, is Trey that the is yeah. that the VFX uh, timeline? Yeah, Apparently so. And and Tron the, was like a nine uh, BJP. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's old. This is way too confusing. To it's, it's not too confusing. It's just that we need a better movie with not one. It's just like a one-letter movie because JP kills it. Now, this, from works. what I understand, and I could be totally wrong, and I'm sure someone on the forum is going to just scream and yell at me. Ah. Uh, but this book they're reading, the exploits of this other uh, uh, Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. Nelson. He, like apparently he plays like a large role in the other overall mythology of the of the book series. I'm not exactly sure what or how. Maybe if you go onto our forums, you can tell us how. Yeah, look at how look at how difficult that was. He played it very well, being yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Fuck, he lost an arm. And then, yeah. 12, and then and you see the cry. photo of Lord Nelson. You you get the significance of why he would give that to the boy because it's yeah. just great. Great, amazing captain who who does all this. I and, lost and, an arm and lost an arm. Has I really love arm. the cook in all of this. I love. Yeah, I he's lo- good. The guy who they think is uh, Eric Idle and isn't. Yeah, no, not Eric Idle <laughs> at all. Oh, I totally did think that was Eric Idle. <laughs> yeah. Now that we mentioned him, yeah. But yeah, no, he did just uh, the uh, the fact that he can create these delicate, lovely desserts, and he's just always grumpy and pissy, and just in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. these in these beautiful silver baking dishes. And Apparently, stuff. Russell Crowe really did learn to play the yeah. violin for yeah, this, he did. and said it was the hardest thing he ever had to do for a movie. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I, I've never. I've 
I've never understood how you I don't understand play something how the harder, that well. it, harder than Hadley no, Clave. It, it has, has no, no frets. It has where, no, exactly. Where are the frets? How are you supposed to know where to put your damn finger? You know, the cello too. It doesn't have, yeah. You know. That's, yeah, I, I remember, uh, I remember because I play guitar in high school and I remember, uh, a uh, buddy of mine had a fretless bass, and I thought he was like he was like it's Jesus. Insane. Yeah, it's just like because yeah. I mean a fretless bass works the same way. Just there's no frets, and then sometimes they have a fretless bass that has just the lines of the frets drawn, which is kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah. But still, you have to like push way harder. It makes it, it like infinitesimally more difficult for a very small difference in the sound. But but good for him though for doing it because you know someone not playing the violin because the violin is so specific. Right, you, know, you it, can tell. It's like you can tell when someone's mocking it, you know, and, and right. just kind of, kind of pretending. People on the forum know that I've had the opportunity for the last couple of months to play with a theremin, and I have a. Pretty it's pretty good majestic, ear. folks. Yeah. Let me tell you, I have pretty good. I have a, actually kind of a very good ear. I can hear pitch very, very well. It's an impossibly difficult instrument to play. It's the same reason. It's just you don't really know where to put your finger. There's no muscle There's, memory. It's not a yeah. piano. I mean, it's it's like a trombone or a violin. Just anything that doesn't tell you what you're supposed to do. The trombone always really impressed me too. I was well, in marching band, and the the trombonist. I'm like, how? Strangely the enough, fuck? strangely enough, when I was in elementary can, school, can, that was can, my can, instrument. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. The, 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 you compare it to the bell. There's actually places you're comparing it relative to where it is on the rest of the trombone. Yeah. I still remember like the first, first fourth, one, fifth. Yeah, like, one is positions. all the way closed. One is halfway to the bell. One is at the bell. Yeah. One is you know a little farther. Right. I, I love uh, I love that the letter he's writing with his wife. For a sweetheart's picture, or whoever. That's the only real reference we get to his family back home or his home life. Because yeah. fuck uh, his I love family. that. And by the way, I, I don't know. People in the 1800s are just way more talented than I'll ever be because it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I saw a photo yeah. of this. And one. we knocked up a model. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. It's like that autistic kid who can draw London after seeing it once. <laughs> like he, he's. It, it's like, oh yeah. It's, it's. I just. I drew. It's like this is accurate down to the frame. It's like, well, Jesus, you are better at, at that than I am at anything. To be fair, to be fair, back at that time, it was that was like the coolest thing they ever saw. Yeah, they had no. And idea. they never yeah. saw anything more interesting, right. so they just kept that in mind he's They've probably been doodling up. that fucking thing yeah. for the last 20 years also as you mentioned earlier i just noticed something but it is still impressive something I, i'm I not ne- taking anything away from it <laughs> i'm yeah. just saying something i never realized before but they 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 did do a kind of a bizarre uh dodge there where they mentioned that the, the reason they know that is because the ship was built in yankee, america yankee built yeah which you know, makes a lot more sense back when the ship itself was, was an american was ship. An american ship so yeah we built the french well but then again you could also make the argument france had a really good relationship with america at the start of the of our our founding of the country because they helped out with the revolution uh so it's not a, it's and they did have ports and like in Virginia and whatnot, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that that would happen. And I love that. What a fascinating modern age <laughs> yeah, we live in. Age. A slightly better wooden boat. Yeah, they made it thick. Oh, he's very he's very defensive about the surprise. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. That, that earlier scene where yeah. he's just like she's, she's, not, in her prime. she's not old. Yeah. She's in her prime. Because you know, he's because he's uh, of course he's a, talking about himself. Not they had the, the ship. Est- yeah, they had the establishment <laughs> yeah. earlier, but uh, you know she's uh, she's banged up plenty, but she'll fly true. The 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 scene earlier where he. Uh, you know, he's been with the ship since he was a young man. You know, what, he, what, what's what's great about yeah, and yeah, his blood is in the the we'll get that. What's great about yeah. and what you get in sort of like these military war room scenarios or <laughs> where a captain has to discuss things with his people that actually does give you sort of a backdoor way to discuss uh, exposition and sort of teaching your audience something. Dead Poet Society as well. It was a classroom. He is there to teach, so therefore you can learn a lot about the characters and a lot about what they're talking about, and it doesn't come off as as an as you know or as disingenuous in any way. It's, I think I believe this. These are because the only teachers are as you know people anyway. I believe these are the only women you will see in the whole movie right Pretty here. Pretty much, yeah. That, that <laughs> one right there. There you go. Hello. And some of the most, uh, you know, I, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, so I've heard my fair share of Portuguese in my day. And uh, and, and this this stunted, chittering Portuguese that Paul Bettany has up uh, w- uh, with this guy, Pela Costa, you know, just, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. There, <laughs> that guy is. He's a Portuguese man, Brazilian, yes. just random Hello. Brazilian. Well, he is, you know, so. he is, he is British. They, they, they should really be speaking English. Yeah, damn them. 
and just foreigners and just, insist on speaking. Some I want my Nazis talk. speaking in English accents with <laughs> British, <laughs> British, 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 sensibilities. British with the German accent. I want David Lean and James Mason and yeah. <laughs> This is, you know, one of the things that I, I find fascinating again about this period of history and this whole idea of this is, is you know, they, they from England, England and France, which of course are, you know, all of the, the English Channel apart. Yeah. Uh, you know, it says how, how long is the English Channel? Eight miles? Um, but they're fighting a war across the entire Atlantic. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, the, and the fact that they, they send this, you know, they are like, we're not fighting here, we're yeah. going to fight over there. They, they send their ships out, and the fact that you send the ship out, and then like, you know, eight months from now, they might come back and go, yeah, well, we sank all the French ships, and go, oh, that's a shame, because the war's been over for six months. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to get you a letter, oh, but we sorry. couldn't find you. Well, the, the war of There's 12. a truce, and we're friends now, yeah. and, that's, and that's we're actually... going to have to execute you for war crimes. Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> the War of eighteen twelve should have been avoided. Like they had actually settled and agreed on terms, and the message was on its way back yeah. from England when we started firing on their ships. So they yeah. showed up with the message. Well, fuck that. Yeah, then. we got <laughs> shot to shit. Bringing this, bringing this message to you. But yeah, Thomas say. Jefferson spent like the better part of a year like negotiating, uh, or not Jefferson, somebody else spent the better part of a year negotiating like a treaty with them, and then all of a sudden, just because <laughs> of lack of communication, the yeah. amount of time it took to get a letter from England to America, yeah. Now, I like having an iPad. Yeah. Way faster. <laughs> yeah, way, way faster. The, the iPad could have ended the War of 1812 oh. before it even started. Do you ever think about that? Let's take a moment yeah, of silence. The iPad could have ended Let's just think wars. about that. Yeah. The iPad, well, it would have been, uh, Pearl Harbor wouldn't have been quite as big a deal. Because, Probably not. Because <laughs> yeah. the, uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking of the Japanese declaration of war that took so long to type that they, yeah. Pearl Harbor happened, and then they go, oh, by the way, we just declared war on you. Yeah. They were supposed to deliver that before so the sorry attack. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a mix up back at the office. Sorry. And see, here, here they are again discussing uh, Lord Nelson. And um, and I wish I knew more about Lord Nelson because he's an actual historical, an actual figure, historical figure, great, yeah. great, uh, famous. Uh, uh, oh, British, I remember this was a fun story. I don't remember what he says, but oh, the uh, <laughs> the, yeah. the salt, yeah, pass the salt. That, no, well, yeah, well, there's a uh, yeah, the pass the salt, but then also the the boat cloak, and that yeah. his love, king and country, kept him warm. Uh, but the idea that he's such a hero that uh, you know the just n- meeting someone who's met him is a huge deal for right. these guys. Yeah. And and in a world where oral history is a big part of storytelling and social mores yeah. uh and passing down, you know, life lessons, that's that's it, this is incredibly important, you know. It's like it's it's exactly. It's like he's like, "Can we press you for an anecdote?" Yes, it's like, like you get the sense in that time that it's like anything that happens to you, you better be ready with the story in case someone <laughs> yeah, asks you yeah. about it. Well, but, no, it. But also the idea that you know they they've been on this boat forever and they're finally sort of building up the guts to go, can you tell your Admiral right. Nelson story now? Yeah. Are, we, yeah. are we close enough now that you'll tell your Admiral Nelson story? And I love, how, I love, I love how Paul Bettany, like when he hears, when he hears a, the you know, love of king and country, get me warm, he's, he's about ready to call bullshit on the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you know what? And Kirk I, goes, yeah, it would have been, except but, somehow yeah, it worked. With anyone but him, it wouldn't have worked, but... But it's just, him, it's such a good yeah. it's such an odd friendship that those two have and it's such a but it, and because of, because of it it's so real like we all have friends that are seemingly so different from us and yeah. oftentimes those are our best friends but it and when you take a friendship like that and then you put it in this world where you're just basically this tiny floating city uh that you're in charge of uh just that to me that's what works so well about this But friend. I think I, I and I like again the the character wise you know that was when he was telling the anecdote it was just him and the kid you know, yeah. he who's yeah. very focused on telling that story to the kids. And here we get this, this you know. wonderfully doofy joke that they the, 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 the height of the height of wit back <laughs> yeah. in 1805 was this. And then uh, Betney's uh, Betney's things, which is I think is a, a, an a expression, an expression from the you know that people would say. Yeah, you know, he he he, who, he would make a pun would pick a pocket. Yeah, that only like the worst kind of person yeah. makes makes a pun. 
And uh, no. but it's also such a weird subjective question to ask, like w- which weevil is better. It's like if somebody asks <laughs> yeah. you like which ant is better, you're like, fuck you, what the what? Well, it's a beautiful setup because yeah. it's like if you don't see it coming, he he, he he takes the bait. He totally takes the bait. And he and he's like cracking right now. Like he just can't keep the punchline in yeah, anymore. He's, a, he's a, also drunk off his ass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> But it is. It's an amazing setup. Here it coins. Penny's response is like, well, oh, really? Really? <laughs> Here at Coinga Labs, we've laughed at not much more funnier yeah, than exactly. that. So. Yeah. But it's also really weird. You know, it's another thing. I think that got that actually got a big laugh in the theater. It did. Because, well, because you don't see it coming. Well, because you don't see they it coming and you're like and you're like, Russell Crowe just did that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Russell, Russell Crowe just, just made a stupid joke. They might have just been laughing because it's like a Han Solo moment that connects you back to what you can relate to. Yeah. It's just we, because just he like, because he believes way, it so I, much. I love you know? me a good retarded pun. Yep. And here we have two weevils. It really here. was the kind of thing you wait a lifetime to go. Oh my god, there's two weevils on the dish. Here I go. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole my whole life. life has been building to this moment. <laughs> now here we go with kind of our Titanic themed, uh, you know, the separation of class and whatnot. And notice the officers, and this holds true to military to this day. The officers can observe, but they they don't partake because they know that's something just for the men. Yeah. You let him do it. You keep an eye on it. You don't let it get out of hand. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's not it's not my place to fraternize with them. It would be disingenuous if I tried, you know. And be, and also, if I the second I start hanging out trying to be buddies with the people I'm in charge of, that's when they start taking me less seriously. Right. Yeah. Did you ever have any moments in your army experience where you? Hey, were, it's um, the Jaws song. Like, <laughs> yep, it is. In fact, right over there, I think that's Quint. That's Quint. Yeah. This is this is the <laughs> first. This is, from here, he transferred to the Indianapolis. Right, exactly. Right. Where you were uh, like drinking with one of your officers? No, no, no. They have an O club and an E club. An O for uh, officers club and an E for enlistment club. And you don't fraternize. Like you can't even you can't even marry. You can't you can't marry an officer if you're an enlistment <laughs> really? officer. So, yeah. Well, you, you know, you can't no even marry one of your enlisted men. What the hell? Yes. What kind of army are we running? So you never got a blowjob from a superior officer? Not that I'm aware. Jack Nicholson does not. Think you've no, lived? Yeah, no, I guess not. Colonel Jessup. I was just what we <laughs> neither we, we does we the family do research cancel council because they're convinced that everyone is getting blowjob raped in their sleep. <laughs> and if yeah. we repeal, don't ask, don't God. tell, that'll get even the, the, worse. Yeah, yeah, that'll get worse. What? What? Just total nice. flummery that <laughs> is. Uh, I think someone's dreaming about and things I love, happening. I love, that the, I love that the captain of the ship just only has a slightly better hammock. Yeah. Like his hammock is just maybe a slightly better weave, but he's still got to do exactly what everybody else on the ship has. Now, does anyone know? I mean, the there clearly seem to be various guys here. I mean, we've got your officer class, you got your sailing men, but the guys in red are they like? Marines. Are they like? They're the Marines. They're the That's Marines, what I thought. Yeah. They're the they're, they're there, there for the melee combat essentially, when, when and they, also ship security. Another another quiet thing. I don't remember his name, but like his. You know the guy on the left hand side of the screen who's been talking to him, yeah. uh, and is dressed like him. Like we we can get a sense the very very quietly and subtly we get a sense of how much time has passed because he had a big gash on his yeah. face, yep. and it's just been slowly healing yep. over the course of the movie. This could have yeah. been weeks. Like, yeah. this could have been, been weeks. In the yeah. time of this. they've got yeah. the ship mostly repaired again. And yeah. so oh, here on, we go. So. Now, oh, I wonder if the moon's going to be. Notice it was a half crescent at that point. I wonder if they keep that consistent. Whatever. The um, I'm going to because I have so little to say about this movie. I've been leaning back and listening to you guys. Are talk. you still here for the rest of the movie? I'm going to play a little game in my head where okay. I imagine that Russell Crowe is Jim Cameron and those guys are just making a movie with him. <laughs> I'm gonna see if it works out, but it's, I think it's I think really it's gonna like, be a yeah. perfect parable. That actually kind of like captures other, it. That looks like the other Hobbit guy. Uh, it does look like Monahan. it, but it's but it's not. Yeah. But it looks sure looks like him. One of my favorite choices that this movie makes is that we never go aboard the other ship. We never see the we never see the captain of the uh, of the other ship until the very end, and we never see like we only see when when Russell Crowe looks at when Aubrey looks at him. Uh, we only see the reflection of him looking back. That's yeah. and I love that choice. I love cause it's not Torah, Torah, Torah. We're not trying to get both sides. Like they, they identify very clearly. We've got enough characters on this ship. We're not good. And then 
I love that shot. You get just a sense of how just how much wind you needed to to get any damn yeah, to move these things. And there's a there's a shot coming up go. where they they're looking. <laughs> there, here we go. There's the sextant scene where they're like, what? Do what? It's oh. like, no, I still got to teach you in the middle of all yeah. this. Like, there's nothing. That's like, right. We're we're technically in a battle yeah. right I now. I can't make us go any faster. Well, I might as well just continue with, yeah. with life yeah. as usual. We we better. I you you won't get college credit if we don't have this <laughs> yeah. particular semester at sea here. <laughs> Yeah, semester C. If semester C was like this, I would not have applied. Like, <laughs> I would not have gone. Does it have? Is the rape mandatory, or is that like an elective? Yeah, <laughs> you get extra. You get another half, <laughs> an extra half credit. credit. If it's extra credit, then I'll think yeah. about it. See how my see how my grades are first. <laughs> I, I kind of blew. I kind of messed the exam up, so I think I'm going to go for the extra credit. <laughs> I love this where they like. Oh, look, we have more sales. What? God damn it! <laughs> like, I just invented. Like, yeah. look, we have other sales. We have these sales. It's the equivalent of going to hyperspeed. They're like, oh, those <laughs> fucking French. God damn it! It's not fair. Why don't we have other sales on our stupid British ship? Yeah. I think it's totally like let, let's build some more fucking sails because Jesus. Yeah. Can we sew some sails real it. quick? <laughs> Can we take one of the sick you, people, yeah. shred yeah. them, yeah. fiber yeah. them into Weaver some sort them. of fabric? Well, just you, you and you. Yeah. You're sleeping on the deck tonight. Yeah, We're making right. sails out of your hammocks and skin yeah. and skin the cow. Yeah, you well, <laughs> so skin the cow, make leather sails. This I love. I love this MacGyver shit that they do, and yeah. I love this line. Your first command. Yeah, like, this is actually, this is a pretty bitching thing. This is a kind of, this is this. I mean, you you really have no result, no other recourse than to be this resourceful. You really have no other choice than to to really think outside of the box in order to fucking survive. And it's it's certainly unusual. Yeah, you're not it, gonna fucking and order something off Newegg and expect yeah, exactly. you know, like oh the, I need overnight shipping like oh, just, damn it. <laughs> Monday's a holiday FedEx won't come yeah and this and this, and not only that it's like well we got to create a tiny boat but still you don't know exactly what it's for and at first you're thinking are they going to shoot at the kid like what are they, yeah like, you know, so like what is this plan <laughs> you know but y- you don't really know it until like the fu- like he starts pulling off lanterns you know yeah but they, also it's it's kind of unusual in any kind of movie story where you know the heroes are like we can't fight them. We have to get have away to from them. Run, yeah. We have to bail. We are not ready we to fight to those guys. Sh- yeah, they they cannot be in front of uh, behind us. Yeah, <laughs> they need to be in front of us. Yeah, we can't. We, there is no recourse other than to get rid of them. And also because you know it's a it's a chase. So like we gotta we gotta chase down the French and make sure they don't get anywhere. It's like oh shit, they got behind us. <laughs> run, run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not. It's it's basically a uh, it's basically a fight of who can get behind the other. That's I yeah. mean, that's it's it. And the thing is, is that it's not a fighter jet where you turn the plane to the right and it turns you this you do a hard over then maybe sometime in five minutes you'll start turning they make a thing out of that where they talk about how they you know they later on they they pursue the french boat and you know across half the half the atlantic and then end up behind him and and one of the other officers goes that, that's pretty freaking good that, that seamanship, that's, that's, seamanship. Yeah, that's, that's seamanship, damn good yeah. seamanship actually calculating <laughs> you know, where the other like guy's going in the uh one Be- beautiful work of cinema, Wild Wild West. Oh yes, where they're chasing the train, but then the train is behind them. Right. Which on a, when when you're on rails, how does that, that is kind of amazing. How does that happen? Well, it, it, it has the whole magical thing where the train can lift itself it, off the it tracks. It's all oh, right. It's but how you can chase rails, a train and then have it chase you. Here's a, you here's can't a, imagine a bigger what? <laughs> yeah. Here's a little known fact: I've never seen Wild Wild West. So, oh, yeah, I well, it's, 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 it's an excellent it. down in front episode. It's great. I, yeah, yeah sure. little known fact, neither did we. We were just, <laughs> we were just rambling. I love things that suck, and, so even yeah. if I hate it, I'll, I'll probably be a fan <laughs> of it in some way. Well, I mean, all, all time, one of my top five favorite movies is Bloodsport, and I, and I make no apologies for it. And that is a horrible movie, but <laughs> I keep hearing about it. Bloodsport's I, you know, a pretty amazing movie. We'll have to do it one of these days when we're fully embodied. You keep bringing it up. I have yeah. no mental picture of Bloodsport at all, other than I the, imagine the, it involves okay, a Bloodsport. Okay, envision this in your head. Jean-Claude Van Damme does the splits. 
That's the movie. I, I saw that's that movie. Ev- that's every movie. That's, I know. There's yeah. That's, John, that's every, part of not even the game. ones that John Claude Van Damme is in. That's just and, every and, movie. In Time Cop, <laughs> a guy breaks a guy breaks into his split. house, shoots him with a, a stun he, gun, and he, splits and on he the jumps counter. and does the splits on the counter yeah. in his tidy whities to avoid because that's what that's I do. what you do when yeah. someone shoots at you. So there you go. There's your exciting action scene. There it is. <laughs> we ran it's away. It's the chase. Yeah, people, oh, it's a boring movie. It's like, no, there's actually a lot of tension in that yeah. thing. Yeah. They're, just not, they're just not fighting. That, they they got to earn that fight. That's, that's to come. And it, but it's good, it's good as an ensemble piece because, I mean, I really only remembered Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany, but now the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, that yeah, fucking Billy Boyd. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's hobbits in this. Yeah. And I, lo- I love their food. It's just a shitty gruel that they've yeah. got to suck down. It's good stuff, man. Like, but what, what kind of life did they have back home in England where they kind of go, I'm going to join the Navy? That and I love awesome. it. This is, and this is another great excuse for, for an, as you know, they got to explain what a privateer is and the significance yeah. of privateers. So they've got these kids who are, you know, not the midshipmen. They're just, they're just fucking kids. It's like, well, is it, and that's a question a kid would ask. Is it a pirate? Like, no, okay. It's, it's kind of like that. And they explain it to it like a kid. You would explain yeah, to a kid. And no. because of that, us dummies in the audience get it. It's true because, yeah, there is a difference between, you know, we've, we've, had yeah. plenty of pi- privateers in in our in our history. Yeah, and it, well. it establishes the 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 importance for it, you know, by and large, because uh, this thing is just going around killing uh, British commerce, it's killing whalers, it's killing merchants, it's killing all the stuff that's meant to go back to England uh, to supply the the army, and it's going out and just capturing it all and stealing it for the French, which back then was sort of a huge deal when in a world of was perceived to be finite resources. And it's also very shady politically to go, no, no, we don't have, we're not attacking what? you. We don't, we're not, no, the, those are some guys who are yeah. pirates. Those, those are some guys who we just said we wouldn't stop. Yeah. Right. We, <laughs> we told them well, they, they could. They, they speak French. Well, maybe they're from Quebec. They, yeah. Did you ever think of that? Maybe they're Canadian. Maybe you should talk to them. Because the Canadians, they're trouble. Keep an eye on them. In the future, they're right. going to be, they're going to be a world power. I tell you what, yeah. Billy Boy doesn't have a lot to do in the, the movie, but what he like he's he's able to sort of give some good little. This is an amazing shot. Like these guys, are like, they're I, actually up. I there. can't yeah. believe we're doing this shit. Look at this. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, that's the steady I'd, stream of pee down their yeah. leg. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'd be, be grinning too, going, "This is fucking awesome. Yeah. This is so awesome." If I was Russell Crowe, I'd be like, "Can I bring my guitar up here, just yeah. please?" It's somebody get a picture of me. Oh, you shoot yeah. a movie, even better. That's fantastic. Can I put a battle axe on the ba- on my back and just? That is Russell Crowe's Facebook picture. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. How awesome am I? Twit pick. <laughs> Russell Crowe has tweeted a yeah, picture. Exactly. Guess where I am, lol. <laughs> Actually, Russell Crowe. Check this shit. <laughs> Russell Crowe apparently is on Twitter and is his updates like like oh my, God. my my roommate follows him and he's like I believe it's him because his updates are so pointless. He's awesome. like he's like it's not it's not it's not you know Russell Crowe being like oh yeah. yeah check me out in the latest movie and blah 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 he's like I just had lunch with me wife and shit like right. that yeah. it's like, so he's like Great. I'm pretty sure it's actually Russell Crowe yeah. well it's up but, in, it's like up until very recently the only online presence Leonard Nimoy has was LeonardNimoyPhotography.com where it was black and white photos of topless chicks holding eggs like that was that was the only <laughs> website right. that was officially endorsed by Leonard Nimoy hey, fat topless fat chicks yes yeah. fat topless nice. there's, a couple, there's actually a couple lookers in there but yeah. this, this is actually I want to from a visual effects standpoint again talk Talking about the weird logarithmic scale of like how how effects goes, this was still in the time where it was like they're like we got a storm, how are we going to do that? Water right. sim, fuck that. Yeah. And so you know <laughs> they uh, what actually happened? I mean they were thinking of doing the water sim stuff, but um, uh, what actually happened was they went out to shoot some B roll of like because there was there was a a period ship like sailing right. around exactly where this this ship was supposed to be. So they're like fucking shoot some helicopter stuff or whatever <laughs> of that. So they sent say so they sent down a crew to do that, and then a 
massive storm hit. Nice. And so they just shot a bunch of elements. But what we're what we see here is is real elements like right here. Okay. These are real elements, but obviously they didn't have like camera moves and stuff like that. So it, they're they're elements that were basically rotoscoped out of actual wow. storm plates and comped together and put into a nice. 3D uh, uh, environment and stuff like that. So they were they were put together from from real photographic elements, but it's all right. you know in the huh. comp. It's not it's not dynamics another, or anything. There was another great part. shot there of Russell Crowe just hanging off the side of the ship in a storm and just loving it, just going yeah. ah, this, this is, is great. For. That was gonna be sort of one of my questions because you know as as, as a mere yellow belt in visual effects, I uh, the only one that really stood out to me as blatantly CG was uh, you know the, the amputated arm obviously and I think in the opening battle some of the debris background you know some of the stuff was, was I noticed a few smoke CG. elements coming off the cannons I, yeah I'm sure some things like that but I, I'm just I'm, I can't just like with Iron Man I can't like readily identify what 100% is CG and what isn't like it all seems pretty practical most, so far most of this was done done in some fashion you know organically they yeah. built CG ships but you never see them close up like nowadays you just sweep all around them and fly into the porthole yeah. and shit like yeah. that but but I mean it was the kind of thing where they never got more than like it, in fact in the Cinefix they say you know they, they built it um, we were only assuming we were going to see it in far distant shots or whatever um, but uh, but but they, it was so detailed and, and so successful that it, it filled up to 30% of the screen space. It was <laughs> yeah. like, Woo. all right, yeah. high five this, for th- those This days. particular year at the visual effects bake-off, it was, sometimes you'll see trends in movies. Uh, this year was absolutely pirate ship year um, <laughs> as, because we had literally the seven movies in the bake-off, four had pirate ships in them. Right. Um, and it was like, Good Star God. Wars. It was like every, every movie was like, who didn't make a movie about pirates this year? Because there was this movie, there was the first the Pirates of the pirates, Caribbean, yeah. there was Peter Pan, right. and, and, Stardust. Stardust. And it was Stardust. Stardust yeah. And it was like by and, and more than one of those was done by Weta. So so and and some of them are miniatures. They're actual miniatures on them, like a motion base, you know, in their parking lot. And Most so of on. this is miniature gimbal stuff. Yeah. That, when right. you see the wide of the ship. So, even even in here it's comped into the you know, the weird cobbled together storm plates and then they've got a a model ship that they managed to comp yeah. in and stuff so, like that. So so Weta had a year where they were just like making ship after ship after ship because they were like, Oh, they're already doing a pirate ship. Hire I heard them. that shot. I, I I had a friend who worked at Asylum uh, at at the time of this and and that shot straight down the bow he I, I believe he was in the roto department worked on it and he mm. told me about that he was like there's this fucking shot and there's all these ropes all the time and it's just pointed straight down the bow in the middle of the storm and the ropes are swinging around and it's like, wow <laughs> it's, uh, have to roto that shit yeah. that seems like quite a bit to, to have to roto out yeah now we've already kind of it's kind of a big plot but we've already sort of introduced the notion of uh myth and folklore and the idea of the of the the jonah and how the 30-year-old midshipman is somehow responsible because he was the first one who saw the ship. He's somehow responsible for all the bad luck that they're about to experience. And and that the, the you know there is sort of especially when um I know this is something that Joss Whedon kind of explored in Firefly is the idea that when there's no authority and when you've got your own sort of like sub little world where do morality and law, you know, how, how much of effect does that actually have on your day-to-day life? And these guys are actually talking about, like, killing or fragging this 30-year-old midshipman because he's somewhat responsible. Because he's, he's supposed to be, right now, is, the, is like the big moment where he's supposed to go, like, he, he's sort of directly responsible for some of the bad shit that's about to happen. Well, he's directly responsible by... by in his indirect yeah. refusal to to act basically yeah. yeah by not acting he's he's 
but then, acted. But then, and then everyone starts to build this case about him. Yeah, and he was next to the guy who did that, and he was right there when the other thing happened. Yeah, and, and I totally saw him blow the devil once. Yeah, and I it's saw like, him it dance just gets with worse the devil. And, worse. and I think he was born in Kenya. And yeah, I think you know, I'm it's pretty just, sure. It should just start to spiral seen, out of control. Have you ever seen Mister Mister Kelly's birth certificate? Yeah. I rest my case. Now I'm not saying he's. Yeah, a, I'm just saying, evil isn't spirit. it isn't it interesting? <laughs> That he's on the boat with I'm us. just asking questions. Yeah. I mean, I'm leaving it for other... You decide. I, you know, we report. You decide. So this is... Yeah, this is the scene, I believe. This is yeah. This is another... Because he doesn't... Because he takes... He doesn't actually climb up there to help the poor guy. Well, I'm talking about know. this is the scene where it's like there's there's a... This is a... Welcome welcome to the Navy, son. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Here's, sometimes it's like this. And I never... I You know, I mean, amongst uh, all the armed services, Navy tends to get... Well, Air Force actually gets the worst, but Navy tends to get a lot of shit... You know, from the army and the Marines, yeah. but I I never got really into Navy bashing because it's like, dude, that's that's you have to be wired a certain way to be able to live on a boat for an extended period of time. I do not have that wiring. I am not capable of doing that. Like I I would lose my goddamn mind on a ship, <laughs> yeah, especially I could live in a on ship like a houseboat, right? Yeah, yeah with maybe like, one or two other people yeah. with a fridge <laughs> and maybe a TV. Exactly. But like, you know, I think but, the general vibe about why you know why uh, you know the Navy is, is uh, what was it? A uh, few good men. It's like the Keeper Sutherland's line. Like, anytime we got somewhere to go, you guys give us. Right. Yeah, they we, don't do any actual like hand to hand fighting. We're, when yeah. we're going to go fight, you give us a ride. That's why we like the navy. But the thing about the navy, though, is you know I've been I've been watching like the war. I just watched Ken Burns's documentary, and I watched Pearl Harbor not that long ago. I was like, the navy is like most of the time it's like yeah, we're out in the sun, we're traveling around, we're looking at tropical islands. But right. when things go bad, they go in the navy. They bad. go big bad. They go way bad. And uh, That's, yeah. and and here's like we were talking about kind of uh, about leadership and stuff like that. Like the other guy looks at him, and he basically just gives a little nod. And it's like, yep, we're gonna let this guy yeah. die. And the fact that the, the, the fact is that this is his own buddy; he's cutting loose. Yeah, it's like you they know. both know it's the right thing, and they're both doing it. It's not like the captain is just saying, "You try." I mean, yeah. they both he, have the, to do well, it. Well, the captain went and grabbed next. Yeah. He's like, "I'm not gonna make you do this. Yeah. I'm going to do it with you." Again, James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. If this, if this somehow there was a movie making you can make, simile to this, Cameron would totally cut the rope. <laughs> you can make an I'll argument. You can well, Michael Bay would happily. He would like grab two axes. <laughs> no, no Michael, <laughs> Michael Bay would push you overboard so he could cut the yeah, rope exactly. on you and then throw the axe at you. <laughs> and Megan Fox can't swim, right? Yeah. Even with those thumbs, you'd think she could make some good headway with that. Yes, I her, went there with the thumbs. Her simian Spider-Man thumb. <laughs> Well, she was in that terrible accident, and they grafted her big toes onto her hands. It's a long story. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, see, they're all cheering. And they're all like, yay, well, well, we it did it. Came with a price. Because we just had to kill a guy. Yeah. So You remember that guy? You extra, But hey, extra pudding for everyone tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You want to make an omelet, you got to break your eggs. Yeah. Speaking of pudding, I love later on, and we'll get to it, obviously, but when they make the Galapagos Islands out of pudding and like kill, yeah. like, kill like the chef is like, oh, God. <laughs> like, he's just yeah. like, can't believe I spent several hours on this whole thing. This so they start bullshit. chopping it up. But yeah, so this is, you know, that's that's a it's it's not necessarily a action scene, but I think it's a pretty gripping scene. Yeah. An incredibly gripping scene. And this yeah. part where they're they're like they're packing his stuff and, you know, again, no dialogue. Like he's really really good at the unsaid word. Yep. And here's your extra ration of grog. Yeah. Whoop de doo. Here 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 you get an extra ration of grog cuz you had to kill someone today. <laughs> so <laughs> you've earned it. There you go. There you go. Have a drink. Have I a feel snort. like that's instilling the wrong Pavlovian response. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you killed yeah, someone. Right. It's it's like you you run around stabbing and you hold out your cup. You know, it's who I killed. Do I get my? Oh, yeah. So it's not it's not enough that you know the guy's dead. It's the fact that I had a hand in 
making sure yeah. he died. Not only that, well, like, that's got to be rough. Early, in, this happens early enough. I mean, we already had a kid lose his goddamn arm, so it's like all rules are off. You know, like yeah. not, not everybody's gonna make it home here, folks. Like this is not gonna end well. The problem yeah, with exactly the very first person to get fucked up was a little kid. <laughs> was the a little kid lost his arm brutally, <laughs> and his best friend had to hold him down. Yeah. The problem with dying at sea for me is that whenever I'm imagining myself in a hopeless situation where I'm going to die, like we'll compare dying at sea with Jubal Early, and he's floating out in space, right? Yeah. Dying at sea is worse because when Early finally goes, I literally will not be saved. He just goes, yeah, and there he goes. When you're dying at sea, it's like I want to make it in now. What do I do? I don't know. You swim underneath and just. Inhale. I mean, you you can't do anything. Right. See, I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if I would crack open my own helmet in space because I because I saw Total Recall at way too young of an age, yeah. <laughs> and I'd, I'd like fear of decompression and exploding parts. I'm, I, I just won't be able to do that to myself. It's not going to happen, sir. Bad I, astronomy, man. I don't care. I just it's the realm of possibility. Like I know, so you know, like. What if we do that and we're like, aha, everyone was wrong because the guy who did that. Well, Eddie, you're out. worried you're going to die bloated, but you're wrong. You're going to freeze to death first. Oh, I know. Hey, oh, yeah, what happened? Hey. That's three Firefly references in this commentary. <laughs> See, like, like throws the throws the pun. Someone, someone ring the bell. Throws yeah. the pun back at his face. There, that's like, that was like that wasn't necessarily helpful. Yeah. Thanks, it's like, Dick. It's like you said, lesser of two weevils. And well, no, no, he threw he threw he was like it's like you said you have to choose lesser of two evils and Russell yeah, was like, like no, no I said weevils. that was weevils I said weevils I yeah. didn't want to have to do this yeah, I didn't realize people would die nice, in nice try Doctor Phil but no that didn't help at all. So yeah, apparently, from what I understand, the books are, you know, the reason they jumped in the middle and started with some middle books was the middle books had a little more, you know, action and, and Yahoo in it. And then the first books right. were more about these guys meeting, meeting and getting to know each other and the whole development of the friendship. So they're, you know, they're cutting act one from the books. And I'm totally, I'm totally happy about that. Makes same perfect thing, sense to me. Same thing with uh, Gone Baby Gone, which I absolutely love. I love that movie. And that's the fourth book in the series of that, of those two detectives of, of, G- of Gennaro and, and the Casey no Affleck kidding. character. I did not know that. That's, that's like the fourth book. And they asked Ben Affleck, like, why did you choose that one? He's like, he's like one. I just liked the dynamics in the relationship better in that one, and I think I think those novels do get better as you go along. And for me, that was like a great starting point. You could start and then progress into the series uh, with these relationships already there, and the story just seemed best suited for it. I like that. I like one of my big sort of complaints about like comic book movies is that nine times out of ten for a comic book movie, they tell the origin story. To me, the origin story is like one of the least... Spider-Man's origin story is like one of the least interesting origin stories out there. Well, it, compared to... In the, general, yeah, in general, I, but I have to... I'll have to I, I would quibble with you on the general on the general principle of that, though. But I mean, I, I get what you're Be, saying. Because, uh, as you said before, I think you know, in general storytelling, becoming is the best part of the story. Being is less interesting. You know? I, I and yeah, I, I and I, fu- I fully get that. What I'm saying is, is that this story exists as like as a, as a self-contained, and it's accessible to me, and I can access it. I'm immediately thrown into this world, and I la- I prefer. Well, this that is a little, start... this is a little different case because uh, you know these guys becoming friends wouldn't have been as scintillating. So right. that's that's a little different. Yeah, I, I do I. Um, it, it is interesting that little scene because he's basically like, well, you shouldn't blame yourself because that shit happens in war and blah, blah, blah. But then again, you probably should blame yourself because this wouldn't have happened if you weren't still chasing the shit that <laughs> yeah. you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Like, and, and, and well, now that it's also a big piece of exposition. It's like, it's like, I've already exceeded my orders. I've already gone above and beyond. We're here yeah. on my choice now. Yeah, sir. We're, like, not, we're not even supposed to be doing yeah, this shit. Like, no, we're here because I, I deem it necessary. That's when you start to realize, oh shit, he's not just a dutiful soldier. He actually has his own personal obsession to sort of deal with. Yeah, you mentioned Jonah earlier. I'm like, I'm like, there's another whale reference. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. Ahab here. Well, exactly. little Ahab definitely. And, and you and you get that. And the best part is, is that we actually have an intelligent protagonist who's going to be sort of self aware enough to say later on in the movie, no, you know, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, no, and and Trey, can you really come back from Ahab? 
<laughs> that's saying he stops himself before he becomes Ahab. Yeah, he, he stops himself before later. He makes that later, promise. he's going to yeah. make the choice to break off the pursuit. Yeah. So he gets closer to Ahab before stopping. He had, yeah, he has that moment. He, he is has not as moment. Ahab as he will ever be as yet. He has that moment to go like a full 1.0 Ahab, or he, just he, remain he, the he doesn't go Ahab. full Ahab. Yeah, because you never go full Ahab. Yeah, uh, Wikipedia. Moby Dick, just right. so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I, lo- I love. I love the thirteen-year-old you know is drinking. I love the thirteen-year-old is just getting fucking <laughs> just soused on grog. Hammered. I just yeah. want to say, if you don't know what we're talking about when we say a half, yeah, if we make go a away. Moby Dick reference. <laughs> we can't uh, make oh, a Moby Dick reference. You don't have to without read. you having to check Wikipedia. You don't have to Melville. read Moby Dick out of here. I'm gonna quote to Steve. Coo- I'm gonna reference. quote Steve Coogan at the beginning of 24 Hour Party People, where he goes like, "Is like just for okay. that." Uh, he's like, "He's like because he it, the, the opening of that movie starts with him like he's a news reporter and he's like doing this hang gliding thing and then he falls and crashes and then he mm-hmm. addresses the camera fourth wall and he goes like." So that this whole scene, you didn't really need to see it to belong. It's just sort of set up everything. It's like, I'm just going to say this, Icarus. And if you know what that means, great. And if not, you really should read more. <laughs> there you go. Which we did in, what, two, two three episodes ago. We yeah, pretty that. much. Sunshine. Sunshine. We, we outnamed their ship. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. But uh, no, pursuant to what kind of like, uh, Trey saying, yeah, that's it's not a hard and fast rule that you you know you should always start in the middle of it. I, I fully get that. I'm just saying bones aparte. Are, uh, <laughs> I think if you do, if, if you look at like all the Spider-Man movies, the origin story is like the least interesting one to do. And I think I think when it comes to those books, I think that's true as well. The I'm I'm more interested and invested in these characters when they've known each other for a while. By the way, this is the most unappetizing yeah. looking pudding I've ever because you know that's seen. not that that's like b- barely something we would call pudding now. Yeah, that's it's like, like that's like some chocolate flavored soup. Water, yeah, and uh, it's it, it's like YooHoo frozen. It's it's just <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not gonna be that good. YooHoo is so gross. Can it, I just it, say <laughs> I tried that because I because I grew up wa- looking seeing like the it's ash so and stuff. chocolate soda. That's gotta be the yeah, best and ever. then and then like and I like chocolate milk and stuff like that. And then finally one day I decided to pick up a YooHoo, and man, I was horrified. <laughs> YooHoo is to uh, chocolate milk. What we'll say. Sunny D is the orange juice. Yeah, yeah. But I, I actually I like Sunny D. I like Sunny D. D. The best description oh I ever God, heard. Oh, my God. Here we go. The best, descri- <laughs> well, no, the best description I ever heard of you who was by uh, Star of Pink 5, Amy Earhart. She used to call it chocolate-flavored mop water. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true. That's about right. But like, people apparently people keep drinking it. It's I like being like, able to learn. Those guys are actually doing changes. some all right tone there. I they just are. noticed that for the very Father first Rally, time. Rally, Rally, I just noticed that for the very first time. Aubrey hands Killick the rest of his grog and, and Killick dr- and like pounds it and yeah. gives a nice little nod to to Aubrey. That was a nice little moment. Yeah. Again, go. see multiple viewings, people. Yeah, that's right. It rewards multiple viewings. I'm sure it does, but I'm still watching this movie like. Mm. So what isn't working for you at this point? Well, the problem the is... He's not watching it for Well, one. that's part of it. Yeah, this isn't the best way to watch a movie. Um, nah, we've, ex- we've established that. Orange, but it hasn't been doing Even that though you have three people so sitting here telling you how awesome it is while you're watching. Well, yeah, well, I'm also trying to read it while you're talking about it, so I'm only getting like half of either, so it's not really helpful. The, I'm really interested in the in old-timey ingenuity as opposed to organization. So I would actually probably enjoy the books more because I would like to know more about how their actual world works and why they right. figured out they would use this for that. If you, if you that kind of thing would really, really. If I would you love haven't, that. then then as as much as we, as much as we just you know call bullshit on on people for not doing so. Um, if you haven't, you really should read Moby Dick because it is all about that. No, I love Moby shit. Dick. Okay, yeah. yeah, but this movie just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it feels like a summary of stuff that I'm like I would really, I, I the cliff notes are more. interesting, but it's like at some point if it's an interesting enough subject. 
I want to just know everything about the subject. So it's not it's not that you reject anything you're saying. It's that you want to know more and right. you're not getting more and, and you're losing something like compression. And I, and I, exactly, that's exactly right. And what's interesting is that I love the parts of the Caribbean movies, but for an entirely different reason. I love them for the characters and for the story and for the motions of it, and occasionally a sword fight or two. This movie, though it ostensibly yes, is related, it's absolutely an no, entirely no, no. different yeah, kind yeah. of movie. No, Pirates of the Caribbean does not even pretend to be an accurate portrayal of the British no, Navy or no, anything like that. No. no, no, no. I, absolutely. Right. So, you know, I love Pirates, but for a different reason. And this movie, I dislike it for ostensibly reasons where it's like, it's not like Pirates, so you don't like it. No, no, no. I, I like a lot of really, really dry movies, even though this is a very wet movie. <laughs> this, I, 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 I want to know more. I want this to be like a mini-series where they actually explain... Give me like a, a, a four-minute scene talking about why the canon does that. No, see, I, 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 I don't I, think so. I, I <laughs> that's, why, that's why I go no, to the book. No. That's, that's why I go a, to the yeah, book. Exactly, wow. that's the book. That's right the equivalent there. of a girl going, I like a man who's smart. No, you don't. No, you, don't. <laughs> you actually you don't. want a man you really smarter don't. than your dumbass boyfriend. You really yeah. don't. That's all you want. You you go ahead and try that and see how long you last. <laughs> now, this, now, I, now maybe somebody uh, more knowledgeable. Now, I, to my understanding, they're actually filming at and around the Galapagos here. Uh, oh yes, yes. Although all, they they did film. A lot of this around the Galapagos. The, the bit later where they're chasing the iguanas around was in Baja, but the yeah, rest of yeah. it was in the Galapagos. But, but a lot these, of it, these establishings. The but but they did also um, do some map painting. So it's like they yeah. did shoot in the Galapagos, but it wasn't Galapagosy enough. So right. they so they altered it to look more like you think they ought to. More Galapagosian. Now, now it's Galapagos as fuck. Yeah. It's just it's <laughs> Galapagos all up in this bitch. It's ma- it's mega Galapagos. And was it? This is um, what origin of. Origin of Species was uh, Darwin. Oh, I know it was Darwin, what, but it the was, islands. You're no, no, about. I'm, what th- I'm thinking about. So, tech, it was the Galapagos. So, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. this. The, the the implication is, fictionally speaking, these guys, this naturalist, got to the Galapagos before, before Darwin. Darwin. Now, the thing that yeah. I remember but, liking and, and Paul Bettany later played, played Darwin. Darwin but that's, yeah. Oh my but god! That, but that's the joke because. You know, because of circumstances, he can't. They oh, have to dump all the right. samples. So basically, he could have beat Darwin to the right, Galapagos right, yeah. by twenty years. But now I remember this is my favorite didn't. part of the movie. When I watched it, I was really enjoying the whole part where he's just kind of nature. Like I, that's the part that I was really getting into because I understand enough about nature already that I can just take the summary and go with it. And as opposed a- to this, where it's like I want to know everything about that ship. Stop fighting on it. Just show right. me how it works. Now, and I, I don't mean this disparagingly, but do you think that's more of just a quirk of you and why this movie is compatible with you, or do you feel it's a failure of the movie? Oh no, no, I'm just fucking weird. Okay. I think it's... Every, oh, that's it, a given. Yeah. No, no, it's just... I am so weird. No, there's some this great movie, movies. I feel like there's a lot in this movie to like, and the thing that I would really like the most is what's not in it. Incidentally, right. it's the thing that would right. be the least cinematic, and I'm glad they didn't put it in the movie. Right. So wait, t- tell me about the hourglass. What's the... What's the? I want to know more about the, the... How'd you build it? Who blew it? You right. know, like shit like that. <laughs> right, right, right. Actually, the... Um, I forget what, at what, um, what year this happened, but... Um, no, the year the year that the thing the next thing I'm going to say is when they invented clocks that worked on boats, because that was a ah, yes. that was a huge <laughs> that was a huge thing. You know, is because clocks run by pendulums, a pendulum, yeah. and a pendulum doesn't work on a boat. Yeah. So so being able to tell time on a boat was impossible until much more recently in history than you realize. Until they fi- figured out the gearing in the Swiss watches. Yeah, and, and then stuff they had like spring that, round yeah. watches, and so it was actually the British. Another British government offered a huge prize to anyone who could invent a clock that would work on a boat, because uh-huh. then they could you know keep track. Because then they could navigate better. And again, I am fascinated by that. Yeah. I want to know more about it. So what's funny is that Matt jumped to the internet. So to it's quite out. possible. I mean, tell me if you see a clock in here. But this being eighteen it's twelve all, or whatever, they do hourglass. I think no, this, no. yeah, this is well, no, the, they, the hourglass is the only way they have to tell time. They all right, do it's have, out. Um, it's been an hour. Next hour. Mm.
They do. They do. I believe. I mean, again, they can tell by the sun. They can gauge something. Well, having by read the, the sun, trivia, but... they they there's gonna be pocket watches somewhere in here because they actually, you know, again with the fucking backwards wound rope and shit like that. Um, Matt's raising his hand, so we'll we'll give him a second in a, in a minute. But um, the uh, the they actually engaged a company, a specific watchmaking company, to create w- the kinds of watches that they would have had at that time. Okay, so then then so. the clock thing was a little earlier then, perhaps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Matt but, is I mean, telling us the internet says 1773. Okay, so all of 20 years earlier. Right. Thank so, you, internet. So, so they're still using, you know, some some of the ships, like the older ships, like the Surprise, right. are still <laughs> using the old hourglass technology. Yeah, they probably Got, they, they have pocket watches, but right, the right. ship itself has no clock. The and French boat has a Casio. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a whole other thing that they don't even Digital go into this. You're not able to actually use this trick on boats, but everyone else, uh, I learned this from City Slickers. There's actually really no way to know what time it is looking at the stars at night, but if you bang on a pot, someone will go, shut up, it's two in the morning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's how you find out. Interestingly enough, uh, when I saw Paul Bettany and his little outfit here, I actually liked him less as a character. I was like, <laughs> I kind of said, yeah, it's Dumb very, it's a, I'm going to get fancy and go out and play on the beach. It's like he's going clubbing or something. What, do you, what is that outfit? He's like, we're going to have a marvelous day. I'm going to collect twigs and berries. Bring me he wants my, to look good for the lizards. Bring me my animal torture hat. <laughs> yeah, you know he's just going out there with a magnifying glass, burning every <laughs> fucking thing Burn. he can. Today, burn new species of ant. I study it so then I can kill it. And, and then I put it in the killing jar. I kill him when the job calls for it. Yeah, and then I mock my friend Russell Crowe for killing French people. French people and ants are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it, goes, wah, back, it goes back. My favorite moment in Starship Troopers is that they they show the the cow getting mutilated by the bug and it's censored. But the very next shot is three hundred Mormons were killed today. Totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. And the Mormons. bodies are everywhere, all over the screen. As we've talked about, I've seen people online going, "When are they going to show the uncensored version?" Yeah, you totally don't get it, do you? Ooh, burn! Yeah, that's that's harsh. See, that's, I just got a, I, this is the approaching got, Ahab moment. I got all yeah. I got all yeah. caught up in the acting there just to, for a moment. I was like, yeah. "Damn, he's like 0.75 Ahab at this point." Yeah, he's, he's like almost he's, a full Ahab. He's, he's teetering on the brink of full Ahab, right? And I love, and the best part is, is that I, I and that's probably in the original book, but I love. Story-wise, the the implication of him getting shot in such a manner he does, it's like, oh, I guess people do get ans- accidentally shot all the damn time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which of course so, leads to a nice, you know, that's that's when that's when <laughs> Mr. Crow reverses course and and yeah. goes anti Ahab at that point. Yeah, he's they, like, they do need those. Little, I'm sorry. Right. They do need those. Uh, they do need those shots of like you know getting fish. You have to kind of constantly be reminded like how do they feed yeah. everybody? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Matt yeah. is drawing yeah. allusions to the poem about the rhyme of the ancient mariner and the albatross and shooting the albatross. Yeah, we're, yeah. That's what, yeah. Fucking, we're, we're about that to head there. That would be our fifth Firefly reference. What? There it no, is. that would be <laughs> no Firefly <laughs> reference. No, Firefly is making a reference. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because well no hang on Firefly came out a year before. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> my god, look at Steampunk Dorkman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would have way more gears on that's, me. So. That's true. <laughs> You'd have a gear on your forehead yeah, just exactly. turning. But the, fi- the sideburns and the little the round glasses and see, everything? See, again, this fucking little kid, I'm like, God, I, he's my favorite person because he's just he's, like... Yeah, he's the moral center of this yeah. boat, of this little world. He's, he's like... He's, I'm sorry you can't go look at your stupid animals. Here's a bug. But yeah. he has a really like, good okay. He has a really good point of view too though. He's like you could walk around the entire island and have missed this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's yeah. such a great way to look at it. And it's just, you know. It's like he's like you want to just go that kid's going to be the next Lord Nelson. Like, yeah, that's, like in yeah, 1860 exactly. he's going to be the head of the navy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like he, de- he fucking deserves it too. <laughs> he earned it. Yeah. He's like fine, I'll just collect some native fish, you fuckers. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I didn't notice that touch before. It's just like, can you just drag me behind the boat? I'll yeah. just, I'll like just some grab fish. some yeah. seaweed. It's like, I'll just catch fish Dicks. then. And then, you know, I'll give you all but one of them to eat, I, I guess. I, frankly speaking, at this point, I know enough about him that I'd be like, I think in a wartime naval situation, I would be the guy like, can I just like uh, fish, crabs, anything fishy? Well, he can't do it. I would love to just look at those things and not fight. And it wouldn't be the military without some rousing jingoism. It's, yeah. you, you know, know what's what funny is like, didn't didn't we say Especially that in that did, time? Weren't the Repu- it's only now that the well, liberals like, have really gotten. Weren't the Republicans saying like, exactly yeah. that same thing? Like you know, two thousand. Like, hey, you want to see? Uh, you want to hear your kids sing the Marseillaise? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awful because it's a song uh, in French, French that we don't. With what? The, yeah. wh- wait, why are you? What? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what's wrong with that? Wait. Oh, un-American. As yeah. much as our own political divisions go back a whopping, uh, you know, 110 years, uh, the the we have to constantly remind ourselves that that the English and France have hated each other for millennia, <laughs> like for a thousand years. They've just hated the living guts out of each other. Yeah, there's a reason that fuck is a bad word and fornicate is not. Yeah, yeah. because one is French and one is exactly. Anglo-Saxon. And before and before they before they hated each other, they were the same country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the Angles, they, they the spent, Angles and the Saxons. Yeah. the Saxons are the French. What now are the French? Yeah, and the they, Saxons and conquered the, England, and then the French Normans fucked everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I they, may have gotten that backwards. You're right. The Normans yeah. are the French. Yeah, but the you know they they conquered England, and England is basically already a hybrid of France. You know the culture yeah. at that time. Yeah. You know the Anglo-Saxons. Well, and yeah, then but the Normans took over, and their words became the good words, exactly. and our words became, our words the, became vulgar the, words. the gutter words. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because so. vulgate means local words, and they're yeah. like, "All right, those are the the low, yeah, the classist way, words." The way you people, the way you people used to talk, yeah. and is great now geography the, there. The, the scum way to talk. Yeah. Great geography there. Like, okay, we're done firing the cannons. Please put up the door so that the captain can enjoy his dinner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, he's right next to the gunship. Turn, turn yeah. this back into my bedroom now, if you would. <laughs> Smells kind of like gunpowder in my there's bedroom. There's a great YouTube clip of a guy living in Hong Kong. He's an architect, and he has a 326-square-foot apartment. And through modular walls, wow. he has 26 different co- configurations. He's got, like, he has, like, That's fold badass. Out, he fold out libraries. And, like, he pulls a wall out, and it's his, it's a bath that can convert into a daybed for guests that can convert into his kitchen. And, like, and, and there's no – it's all natural lighting. He's, like, tinted the windows so that it creates everything with, like, with an amber glow. He's got floor-to-ceiling uh, library shelves and, like, dressers. Design boats. Well, yeah, that's, but it reminds oh, me of this, it, it, and Matt will have it up in the show notes. But it totally reminds me of of, of this. Matt it's just like, gave you a look. It's like, like, I, it's I like the fuck <laughs> I am. <laughs> Matt just walked out. Come back. It's like how about, how about you sit here and type, and I'll fucking commentate. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but uh, but. It'll, it totally reminds me of the ship. Matt's mad at the look on his face. Like, it's not actually my job to transcribe every bullshit thing you guys say. <laughs> but it's, it's a, I'll, but I'll give it Matt to you. Matt editor- ed- actually does exercise a lot of editorial judgment, like yes, not writing does. that down. No one gives a shit. Well, no, I emailed him the Superman punch video, and he put that in because he was kind enough to do that. Matt and Trey are red in the face right now. <laughs> now, we were talking a second ago about uh, how I have a trouble eating a kind of – not. I'm not vegetarian at all. Fuck it. I would eat your baby. But – I have a pr- I have better trouble. the fuck not. I, have, I won't eat your baby tree. Uh, that's Eddie. What, Eddie. That's, I, by the way, DIF listeners, I'm excited. That's what happened show. to my baby. Eddie's going to be a dad, and his baby's going to be the iron baby. Yeah. Um, and we're pretty sure Eddie's the father, which is even cooler. Awesome. Crazy. The um, we were talking earlier about how that's this gross looks tasty. Shit. That's <laughs> what happens to me. Are no you water. sure this is dinner? <laughs> have we got the right bucket? We were talking earlier about how I have trouble eating meat that looks like the animal. Like if it, if it's just some here's some steak or here's some patty or something like that. here's some ground beef i'm okay with that but like a lobster i really don't like eating because it's just like all right now break open the spine of that thing and just crack right. it open and start eating out its guts it's like that kind of thing weirds me out i hadn't even realized that there was actually hogshead face 
Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, it's like, uh, and we've got some uh, some like roused hog's face. I'm like, yep. yeah, I'm not going to take a fork to a pig's face. I, I stop at faces. <laughs> I, I, I eat, a lot, pig, of, I eat a lot of sushi, and one of the things I eat is amaebi, which is a sweet shrimp. I like sushi. I just don't like sushi. I don't like people that eat live octopuses. Well, no, it's that, not because yeah, I'm no, like, no. oh my God, that's disgusting. It's more like, it's an animal. Don't well, hurt it. Ama it's, it's kill it first. It's dangerous. I've done it. It's actually risky. With, yeah, with with ama ebi, it's you eat the. It's a sweet shrimp. It's really good. You eat the 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 piece that you would identify as shrimp, but they also take the shrimp heads and tempura fry them and then give those to you as well. I'll eat right before the face. I'll I stop at the <laughs> I, face. I, I, I draw the line there. I draw the line at the face. I've I've had the the little like the dried out fish that still have kind of the face. Yeah, on them. yeah. That doesn't like bother it, me. They sell that at Seven Eleven. Like they, they yeah, got, yeah, yeah. But when enough. when it when the animal gets about the size of my hand. And it's still got a face. <laughs> then I have trouble eating the face. Yes, I'll agree yeah. with that. Because it's got eyes that have expression. Again, right another great, another great no dialogue moment. They're not saying like, "Wow, that dick, I really hate him." Like they're just scrubbing harder. Like it's just yeah. yeah. And this is how, this is how you clean the deck. You just get a get a rock and you scrape it. A pumice stone. Yeah. Fucked up. Right oh, there. there we go. That's, oh, you're that's... you're in trouble. And then stand fast. Yeah. That's a great moment here. You know, this is like Russell Crowe just jumps in there and stomps on him. Not only that, but as as Matt will probably attest to, like the fact that he's got his hands in his pockets is like another big big no no. Yeah, he's being he's being he's being he's deliberately being, rude, and he's, you know he's multi weaved layers of dick, and he would have and he would have gotten away with it except the captain spotted it. Yeah, and said no way. Not having it. Not and all not of that. Here, but I really just like going this, to downward spiral. I really from here. like this concept where he he holds the midshipman accountable as well. It's like you said nothing, you did nothing. He's like you're letting me down if you don't discipline that man. Yeah. Like you're you're letting the ship down. He's here. really at a loss. I like the way this scene plays out too, because you know Russell Crowe's kind of like, oh my god, you're t- such a wimp. You know, he's yeah. like he's trying to let go. Look, dude, you gotta get a grip on this. You gotta you know you gotta yeah. man up. You gotta come on, Nancy, and for he's fuck's like, sake. They don't like yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh god, you know, it's like you know I might want to just <laughs> not kick you out too but i'm going to try and get you past this but listen th- listen i'm going to go beat the shit out of that guy yeah, yeah. and if you don't shape up i'm going to beat the shit out of you That's all right, right. you were 26 26 27 45 yeah. <laughs> 30 He's like oh god you are hopeless and you're the same rank as the 11 year old who got his arm chopped off like, <laughs> yeah and he's doing a way better job than you yeah, That's no right. kidding. he's already a better yeah better i, tr- I trust him with far more than i trust you and I love that he's he's just sort of incapable in comedy. He's like, I'll try a Holland. Yeah, he's like, I'll I'll try harder. I'll do better at stuff. Strength, okay, love that. Fan of strength. Yeah, uh, but okay. he's, he's he's incapable of actually like having the, the. He's not cut out for this life. At the end of the day, he's not cut yeah, out for it's this. Just this not going to work out. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. He's not. He's not immoral for that, but he's also not making much more of an effort beyond. And boy, this, the, mo- you know? the movie does not go. And then at the end, he finds his strength in the final battle and becomes a man. Boy, he doesn't go there. No, he fails <laughs> and kills himself out of shame. Go yeah. home and be a baker, you and fucking then, queer. Yeah. And <laughs> then he goes, I'm just kidding. I love cookies. He, he, anyway. <laughs> he fails. Not all cookies are necessarily made by homosexuals. Just the really good ones. But the, uh, the but the uh, yeah. Not, not only do they do they go. You know, does he not learn his lesson? Does he not grow and change and become a better person? Not only does he you know win the respect of the men at the end. But when he kills himself, things instantly get better. Yeah. It's like the curse the curse actually lifts when he kills himself, which makes you kind of go, Oh, well maybe. I love that. He's like, Lamb, nope. It's daddy and mommy time. Let's not let's let's leave it another time. <laughs> yeah. Put that glass back, sir. That's right. So so yeah, these guys are having a hard again, time. It's two guys in working a room. it out. It's two guys in a room. This is talking. what I'm talking about. This is the stuff I remembered from the movie. Two I'm guys like, in a room talking. Fucking yeah. argue like a gay couple, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> There's something to be said mind. for that. There's which something I, which is fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, and I was saying, I'm like, I don't have a problem. Like, I right. like the movie. Yeah. It's just all I remember from it. 
I love I, I and again going back to you know the jingoism and relating it to today and stuff like that is like it's tradition to let them get drunk and, and unruly. And yeah, are you mad? I know you would dare yeah. take them away. Their you would dare right take to be a, belligerent. Take away their brain poison. <laughs> <laughs> what are you mad? What do you think you are? You mean to tell me you don't want me taking three dozen dehydrated <laughs> men who haven't had water in weeks and then stuffing them full of alcohol? Because it makes it slightly easier to lead? Is that what they teach you in medical school? That kind in of nonsense? fancy boy prissy mouth school? <laughs> Why don't you go collect your bugs? Now I really wish Brian Ladymouth Benefer was here. <laughs> oh, oh man. He cannot escape it. He'll be here. If you've never seen Brian Finifter, folks, I don't, I don't see it, but whatever. Like I, you know, I don't see the the lady mouth thing. Oh, I recall distinctly you saying, oh, "Now I can't God. stop looking at your mouth." Because I was studying it to try to find evidence of it. I was like an archaeologist. Oh my God! Oh. How, how did we get to this topic? <laughs> see, I don't see lady mouths, but then again, I don't see lady breasts either. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, oh, they're so awesome. The <laughs> I, can, I can show you where to find a few. I look like you're passing out. Like, yeah, but oh, hey, okay, then I'm Michael, sure here you go. I'm sure that's CG with the redness on the back, but that's a really nice touch. Yeah, the the, the owie. It actually wouldn't happen quite that quick. Yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't know, be instantaneous. It would hit, and then like five minutes later, you'd yeah. see a little. Well, I think bruise. the idea is that it's supposed to be opening a wound. It's no, not, it's, it's, not a, a bruise. it's just red. It's just redness of the skin. Maybe some blood blisters, but even so, that would take a minute. Yeah, he, to, he's not. It's not a cat of nine tails. It's just yeah. It's, it's not. Know. It's not a flail. It's yeah. it's just a you know. It's just a leather so whip. Yeah. That's that's. That's a nasty form of punishment, I have to say. And yeah. again, and again, just like the amputation, you don't you see one shot as yeah, opposed to the amputation, they don't, they don't, you see one shot. But for the they most don't part, they don't go all passion on the Christ yeah, on you. It's it's yeah. reaction shots mostly. Yeah, it starts you know, on his eyes and it ends on his eyes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's I mean, dirty fingernails. When I think it, when I think of Peter Weir as a director, I think of restraint, discipline, and thought. Like he he takes he takes like he's he takes just like a, a he's a he takes a minimalist approach. And because of that, he's able to find, like, the right balance of getting, like, the maximum emotion out of, like, the, the, the most minimal of shots. Well, yeah, because his whole thing is, like, in that scene, is like, it's not about the fucking tore up skin. That's about what everyone is thinking. Right. Well, I was about happening. to go to David Fincher on that. Uh, both Seven in terms of and minimalism. Yeah, I was like, yep, hey, how you doing? Yep. And, uh, and yes, Fight sir. Club in terms so, of But then it gets, like, creepier because, yeah. like, everyone's just saluting. This is, yeah, this like, is fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, zombie likes a good description. Everybody's just, like. They're they're just totally fucking with him because they know yeah. they can. They know he's mentally weak, and they know yeah. that they they've got him. You yeah, know, they're like, here's your respect, you fucking fuck. And Fight Club because in the uh, the scene with uh, Angel Face getting beaten in, you only see several shots of actual yeah. like broken teeth and stuff. There, there it's mostly more. everyone looking at him and going, oh my god, and you hear this. Yeah. yeah, but kind that's sound but that's that's uh, that's the editor in a way to be. Th- there's a lot, yeah, because yeah. no, because because to be, I mean, they say it, and there's behind the scenes stuff. They're like, we had a cut we where you film, yeah. where you saw him get the shit beat out of him. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's something he's learned later on. A, a really good example of that when we were talking about Fincher. Although, I, tr- listen to the seven commentary. We're always talking about my God, he didn't do the obvious thing here. He's very yeah. restrained the entire time. You don't see a lot in seven. It's, and right. then even in fact, that's part of the coolness. Well, yeah. and then again, even Blakeney once again is the only one who's not saying "fuck that guy." <laughs> like, right? Yeah, and not only that, but it's uh, Zodiac. Zodiac's really like the 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 full on like Zodiac kill wears wearing the out the outfit and whatnot. They're actually very graphic when they show him stabbing that girl, but they only show it for maybe three seconds, and then they do instead of a cutaway, they do a long fade to black, which is like a re- like just a weird choice for that. Like, well, between that and that. also in Shawshank when th- he starts getting raped by the sisters, and yeah. and Darabont just pulls the camera, he just kind of he's backing up. And you think he's just doing like a like a wide establishing type backup thing, and then he just the camera rotates around like roller coaster and just goes back behind some box.
boxes and you never it's just it, well, the camera just leaves it's it, a really weird cool gimmick if we're talking about restrained uh man rape scenes uh, <laughs> which apparently which, we are because down in front last week had right, an yeah. amazing rape no, scene. uh lawrence arabia lawrence yeah. arabia has a i mean literally you see you see him make that comment to Lawrence. He kind of struggles. Then it cuts to another scene outside, and then you just see Lawrence getting kicked out the front door, and the camera kind of pushes in on uh, Peter O'Toole's face. And you're like, that guy just got butt raped. And, like, <laughs> and that's all you need. And that's, but it's like so, for the time especially, it's like really, really amazing. It's just so British, the Very way they British. did that. So now we're full on into the getting butt raped with an accent. Oh man, God help you! So this this fella here, it's it's almost it's kind of a shame that he got his brain fixed because it's like he's not helping now. No, now he's just like seeing demons and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the now the nickel is working its way yeah. into his brain. <laughs> yeah. the, the nickel cadmium is seeping yeah. into yeah. his amygdala, just, and now he's like f- fucking hallucinating. What do you want from me? He used a spoon on my brain for Christ's sake. Yeah. If I was in the if I had the foresight, I wish I did. I don't know if I would, but if I had the foresight, I would get the brain surgery and then start saying things and being like like a fucking torchlight of God mm-hmm. and being like, God wants us to go home. I don't think you need the foresight. I think you just need the brain surgery, and then that'll take yeah. care of itself. Yeah. It so, well, yeah, like. that's not, yeah, but, but with the brain surgery, if you don't have the foresight, then you just don't even know what you're going to say. Right. And you might say the wrong thing. You might be like, we need to, can we, can we sail down? Right. <laughs> can we try that? Uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, the nickel of the surgery, tapping into the... See, right here, even he believes. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's bought in. Yep, yeah. It's like, the only piece I'm going to find is in death. Like, yeah. you know, the so only they, and I will yeah. save everyone by and killing the myself. The thing is, the, the best part about it, the movie kind of agrees with him. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the gonna, funeral, it's, like, the wind starts The wind picks up as soon as he's gone. So, so, but as ways to, like, kill yourself, boy, talk about committing. Yeah. I'm going to hang on to this. I'm just going to hang on to this. While I'm drowning and going to the bottom of the ocean, I'm just going to keep on hanging on to this cannonball um you think at some point you go actually maybe not maybe i won't hang yeah. on the cannonball we talked about death i think in sunshine seriously i would kill myself i would shoot myself in the face i would not drown myself yeah not that because you you, you have this fight or flight thing where it's like at, at some point you let go of the yeah. thing and you're, trying, like, to, yeah, and you, you're you, trying to swim back up but you only make it 40 feet back up and it's just like oh yeah so so Blakeney there is just kind of going what what what, are the, what, what just, just happened he does it so matter of factly where he just yeah. Bip, over the side yep. he's like goodbye and he's like what does that mean and yeah. then that's what, a great what? slow motion yeah. of the water and then the like the the, the last look bye bye yeah it's it's really weird like I mean that's like that's like the one like you say it's the one thing where it's like that takes a certain kind of strength to be able yeah. to hold like, actually, of character to he be actually able to was hold a pretty gutsy that. guy in the yeah. end <laughs> in the yeah. end there well you guys know how Elliot Smith killed himself he stabbed himself in the heart yeah I heard about that. Can you imagine someone modernly killing themselves by stabbing through their chest plate? That's like, <laughs> it's almost badass. It's almost there's like, a, Jesus, I can't You gotta hope you don't screw it up. I know, yeah. right? There's a great, there's a great old, uh, f- uh, from the 70s run of Fantastic Four, Miss Marvel. She gets turned into basically the thing, the giant rock creature from the Incredible Hulk. So her yeah, Nash- there it goes. Fucking Jonah's yeah, like, fuck you. He's like, fuck yeah, you, dude. No. You're an asshole. Yeah. Kill, like, Jesus. Nice. So Ms. Marvel turns into the thing, and she's like, her natural reaction, of course, I'm going to kill myself. So then she, like, uproots a tree and, like, stabs herself in the tree in <laughs> the thing, but the tree just, like, splits down the middle. And she's like, I want to die! And then she sees, like, a sharp rock on the edge of a cliff, and she runs headfirst into it, <laughs> but it just can't Whoa, kill her. Wow. Yeah. And I like this. This, this eulogy is... There's he's not trying to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. He's like he's, he's like, like, Yeah, we messed that one up. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like, you know what, he was a dick, but we kinda fucked up here, guys. Look at baby you know? Bill Pullman there. Did you see him the blonde guy? <laughs> yeah, little tiny baby Bill Pullman. Before Good morning. He, before he was president. In yeah. less than an hour. <laughs> and, and definitely well there's done. 
there's a bit here where, and like you say, the, the movie kind of uh, undercuts this a little bit because he's like, yeah, he was a coward and kind of a dick, but come on. Seriously, guys, there's no such thing as curses, and we kind of drove him a little far. And then yeah. the oh, wind. the wind. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I, I guess it's all right then. Let's so go. that said, party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good, good luck, good luck getting them to go. Yeah, that was that Celebrate Jonah thing. That was bullshit. Good times. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. Yeah, he's like. So uh, anyway, let's go. So now we got the drop on our enemy. We've got plenty of rain. Nobody's dehydrating more. We got plenty of fish. What could go wrong and, now? And the annoying midshipman is dead. Yeah, I'm really sad. All this happened. Yeah. Damn! If only we had been nicer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, well, I learned a lot about myself yes, this day. This is great. Now, as long as no one shoots the doctor, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, he has really the, i mean i mean we're out of being a killick has killick has, has weird owl hair yeah, yeah. he does we're, we're, he's weird owl. we're beyond the point of being a maritime <laughs> culture and whatnot primarily but really if you're on a boat don't shoot a bird like yeah. i'm yeah, not i'm not don't. one for for superstition or anything but really like why even do that like why even <laughs> worry about it the bird's not gonna hurt you it's just gonna poop on you a little bit and you've you've had yeah. worse so come on yeah <laughs> it's gonna have like eight ounces of meat on it yeah. for heaven's sake what's the you point you eat gruel every day you can tell you can tell already leave the bird occasional. alone because even if there's no superstition involved and it's not gonna curse you you're gonna fucking shoot your friend and that's all that matters so pirates are stormtroopers now <laughs> So we're going right from one superstition right to the next one. Yeah. Boom! Whoops. Oh, oh you shit. dick. Why would you even fire it when it was still... Like, wait until it gets it's, off the ship. That's the thing. <laughs> At it's least like, a little bit. I mean, the, the, when you're trained to fire a gun of any kind, you, you practice incredible discipline. You always point the gun down yeah. range. You never load until you're about to fire. Safety always on. And yes, it's a it's a little anachronistic. It's a different time. But it's... I would imagine that Marines back then would be like, okay, you don't point the gun towards people. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's... I mean, and... I, I wouldn't say it's it takes me out of the moment. It it seems like a natural enough accident. I've certainly seen worse or done. I saw a dude fire a blanket at another dude like within five feet. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, it, it's, our vice president shot a guy in the face. Right. I don't know if that made the papers or right. anything. The thing is, I'm Former not sure he president. used a gun. I think that's just but, natural Cheney power. Yeah, yeah. There you go. like he's. <laughs> but the guy apologized, so I don't know why we're yeah, still talking right, about exactly. it. Yeah, He was like, "I'm sorry, Mr. Cheney. I'm that sorry, I, I got in the way of your face. shot. I'm sorry, yeah. I headbutted your bullet. Yeah. I, you know, it was wrong of me. Where do I get off? I'll be fine. I just got to look at some books and, you know. Yeah. This guy's like the equivalent of the, the, the squad medic, you know? Like, well, I know how to put a bandage yeah. on him and... Uh, yeah, drink yeah, some more, you fucking day. fat ass. Let's That's get him drunk. Idea. I know how to do that. Even back in the day... <laughs> just was pictures. Guy. Oh, God, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you... Um, well, he's like, oh, shit, I have to dig around in that rat hole there. Yeah, right. There's so many things tangled up in there. <laughs> What if I were to puncture his anima? And yeah, you hear, still... you hear nowadays a lot of people who are like, well, in the age of the internet, what do you need school for? It's like, no, yeah. no. This, watch this scene yeah. because that's what we're talking about. The information may be there, but you don't know what the fuck to yeah. do with it. There's, okay? such, a, there's such a thing <laughs> as practicing. You, you need to be taught what right. the information means. You can't yeah. just fucking Google it and expect to be a surgeon or some shit. There's lots of online tutorials <laughs> on how to make lightsabers, but not yeah. all lightsabers are made the same. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I were to make that reference. Yeah, if you if you fucking people can't even get that right, I know. my God, <laughs> and that's so simple. <laughs> She's a Frenchie. Yeah, yeah. Top sales always give it away. So anyway, downinfront.net. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Hi, kids. I'm down in front, Eddie Doty. <laughs> And I'm here to talk to you today about <laughs> about gun safety. Oh, gun oh yeah, safety. they're saluting the fuck now, though, aren't they? Yeah. It's like, fuck, 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 salute, <laughs> salute, <laughs> salute. They're like punching themselves in the head. Ding! Sir, I stapled me hand to me forehead. 
Oh yeah, you feel bad now, don't you? Yeah, you total dick. Yeah, you're looking. That is a great shot with the cello. The cello. Yeah. Or whatever the hell that is. The, uh, yeah. I, the just the accusatory like, cello. I know. Yeah. Look what you did. I know. Now who's gonna play me? The light in the script. The cello just looks at him coldly. <laughs> and again, no big decision making scene. No big. Uh, you don't see them turn around. Monologue. You no, know, mm. like Killick or not Killick, but you know, Mister Polo redirect the sale. No, turn us like around. That. We cut to a shot of him being moved somewhere. And again, yeah. how long have they been sailing? They're like, well, I guess they're going right around the coast still. Yeah, but, they're they're but, they're close enough. They could probably hit the sail within yeah. an hour if they wanted to. I, I always took this to be the same day. I always uh, took this to be like yeah. they they were because yeah he's he's, he's he's you know they're going to do the surgery and they wouldn't have waited long for that. But yeah, the, right. the whole point is they wanted to get to solid ground so they could do the surgery better. Yeah, so, so right. I don't think I don't think they're like near Chile or anything. I think they're just you uh-huh. know they're, they're <laughs> still the Galapagos. They were halfway yeah. to the to the Antarctic and they oh turn it around okay. <laughs> they're trying to find the land of the lost. <laughs> This shit's gangster as fuck, by the way. When he's just like, "No, fuck you! Give me a pair of tweezers and a mirror." Yeah, it's hardcore. Well, you know, there was that. There was well, that woman. I think he's definitely like, "No, no, 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 no." This guy will fuck <laughs> Not it that up. guy. This guy will sew my ear onto my forehead. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Ma- to he'll no make a reason. human centipede out of me. <laughs> yeah. How would that even happen in the primitive world? <laughs> Unwittingly. <laughs> Somehow, apparently, it just happens sometimes. We, we've mentioned Human Centipede on 300 Commentary. It's been a busy month. Oh, really? Is it? No oh, kidding. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. I thought, I thought it'd be kind of new, but okay. No, so obviously, it, yeah. it's, it's legendary already. There's a game called Human Centipede. Oh, my God. Well, game online. I'm not because well, I don't want to lose that game. It's so. the same as Centipede, but oh, okay. with people. Oh, right, okay, right. With people going ass to mouth, basically, oh, all great. the way down the screen. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm so excited. To I, I, no, look, I'm, I'm that, that'll be in the notes. That'll be in the link list. trailer. Jesus. This is a good little bit. <laughs> so yeah, please yeah. hold the mirrors. But thing. but also the mirror because I'm sure that's, that's just CG, the, yeah. that no no not CG. Oh. I'm sure that's that's you know his head is he's standing through there and then that's a, a prosthetic. Yeah, oh, okay, they're, they're right. Doing yeah. Whole that's probably out of it, yeah. doing the whole thing. Yeah, a little crazy. This, this, this guy wow. holding the mirror is like he's got a hell of a job. Like okay, I got to point yeah. it where and do what. And, okay. and I and uh, tough as shit, Aubrey is kind of like I'm so about to puke on my yeah. friend. Yeah, and this is and this is the only time that you see. A scene like this that you see it full out like they're not cutting away yeah. to other things they're like all right here's how this surgery goes and right. here's the kind of the most graphic version of it that we've seen and it's him doing it to himself but even this oh god my favorite part, yeah. when you raise the rib when he yeah. says you got to raise the rib like he's not like you're not actually gonna see it it's gonna he's about to and they'll just cut on his face as he's like you're fucking raping <laughs> <in> my rib <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is so awesome i'm so happy and not only that this. but here really subtle you see he's like lift up lift up no and then he grabs his hand and moves it up yeah yeah, he's like, and oh, yeah he's like shit. whoa that's enough yeah I, and and after this scene you do see a change in people like everyone in this room including russell crowe is like i will never think yeah. of you as a nancy yeah, boy again. exactly ever, okay. ever 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 and i like that i like that it, he's not just some pansy who likes bugs like no what he does is tough as shit he's got to chop off kids arms and then he's got to reach into his own you know guts and pull some shit out and he, that little half chuckle like Paul, I've yeah. always, been, I've he always can still managed to find something funny yeah. <laughs> in the midst. I'm of sad all that Paul Bettany got fucking uh, the the Angel Machine Guns movie as like his Legion, big, uh, Legion yeah. as his big action his, franchise. His, like, yeah. I but I think he's like I think he's capable of being a serious badass if he wanted oh, yeah. to be and on the caliber with Russell Crowe. I really do believe that. I think he, uh, um, and I I like Russell Crowe fine, but it just for whatever reason it just doesn't. Yeah, this is this is your That's, job. You got to match the bullet hole fabric with. Oh <laughs> God. I fix it. <laughs> I did it. I tried my best. <laughs> so, yeah. 
There She'll patch go. up nicely. Yeah, you think I want to wear that shit again? No, I don't. No, no. I, I think he might be talking about himself. I don't you, know. Though. Yeah, <laughs> you keep it. <laughs> you keep the shirt as a as a as a token of yeah. something or of other. all your hard work. Give it, give it to the guy who shot me. Maybe we'll drown yeah, ourselves right. next. Hey, so know. sorry for shooting you. Okay, yeah, okay. gotta go. Got some grog with my name on. Gotta it. go because you got a hole in you, and it's weird, scary. Yeah, <laughs> freaking me out. <laughs> Never had to actually keep working with anyone I shot before. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they're on the other side. I don't have to see them the next morning. They're just playing cricket and chopping yeah. up cactus and having a grand old time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it, really, you, yeah. You, this has got to be, I mean, you know, for, for these guys, their normal life, this is like By going way, to heaven. If you've never had fresh steamed cactus water, you are not living. That shit is awesome. I that bet is it really, is. Really, really I hear good. good things. It's got a little prickle to it. <laughs> so it's, and it, it is a bit where it's like, on the one hand, it's like, well, this is all basically for the doctor. But on the other hand, it's like, fuck it. They're happy too. So. Is, isn't this also because they it's was? It, they also need the mast. Isn't that? They, it, that's, that's the excuse that he gives anyway, they isn't need it? it? Yeah. It's oh. like, well, it's like we, we could. But it's like we ultimately do need the uh, thing for the mast. And he wanted to give the men a break. And he's just, he again, he's reverted from being a full-on Ahab. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's broken he's off like, the pursuit. He's like, fuck it. Let yeah. him go. He earns the right to pursue it later because he does this. Yeah, exactly. I mean? Because because he comes across him again, he's like, oh, damn. And he kind of gets permission from the doctor. Like, the doctor yeah. kind of, yeah. the doctor has that moment where he's later on and we'll talk about like where he gets to he's like well all right he's, he's like i gotta do my duty yeah this this kid this kid either this either this kid was always left-handed or he's a really quick study seriously, <laughs> oh, seriously. and this is a, a and uh, like just just reading it i'm like these guys understand like e- even being like i don't understand with your fucking science witchcraft or whatever <laughs> like they get it better than a lot of people today do because they come in they're like they're like yeah here are all the animals and they were and we packaged them with a sample of the plant they were found on i'm like <laughs> yeah. no one today would yeah, think that's of genius that. like you, uh, unless you were a scientist like you wouldn't have the sense to think of that you would just grab the bug and be yeah, like what put, this you'd put it in a jar you put in a ziploc bag yeah. and yeah. wonder why it dies in two minutes <laughs> on tv shows about scientists they're not that smart <laughs> if you ever get the chance to, if you ever get the chance to go see zoom this- enhance <laughs> Oh, yeah. You ever get a chance to go see the documentary <laughs> Mr. Death? It's about this guy who builds. Oh yeah, uh, uh, it's about a guy who builds execution machines, and he's hired by some like uh, revisionist history folks to deprove that the Holocaust happened. Yeah. So he takes a bunch of samples from like the walls of Auschwitz, and very crudely he does like this. Says, ah, see, there's no detection, and then you get real scientists going, no, here's how he fucked it up. Yeah, no, here's how not, he completely yeah. fucked it up. It's a, it's an interesting documentary. I love it's a I'm really a huge bizarre documentary. Errol Morris is like one of my favorite filmmakers of any genre period and and that film I I really particularly love. This is one of my one of my other favorite lines of the Russell Crowe line about well, if you find something name a shrub after me something prickly and hard to eradicate. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you'll pay me back for Testudo yeah. Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. It's like by the way same goes for any of you guys if you ever <laughs> in, invent something or discover something you want to name after me then prickly and hard to eradicate. I'll take yeah. that. That's good. I'll take that. Prickly and hard to eradicate. Michael Bay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, exactly. We'll just call him Trey. Michael Trey. So, Michael Trey. So these are seals. How many of these can we kill and take yeah. back? <laughs> right. Here's what happens when you hit the head. <laughs> All right, Here's the same out. footage of that heel monster we saw earlier. Check it out. I love Whales that. Whales love lo- this shit. I love so. that little MacGyvered like, uh-huh. underwater periscope thing. It's just a box with some glass. Like that's... God, people were so much smarter than us back then. <laughs> they really were. For all of our internet and podcasts and and whoosie whatsies, they you know, man, they really just made shit. They happen. actually they got to the Galapagos with that one iPod. Yeah. <laughs> what do you listen to? They probably yeah, had to listen. To, they, they probably had to listen to LPs they, on the show. That's why they have to. Yeah, probably. But well, see, except they couldn't make them. They were so backward they couldn't even make an, L, an LP play because it a, skips a wax smoked drum or something. I don't know, <laughs> like whatever the hell it was they used. Cool. Well, you know, the tuba was invented for ship time usage. Really? No. No. Fuck, yeah, see? 
What the hell? See, I always enjoy learning shit, but and you just violated show notes, my trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The actual inventor of the tuba. Well, that's, that's like when Jake comes on and he's okay. like this, and it's like, that's a joke. The, well, oh, the first yeah. time I saw this, when I saw him put the string over the, the turtle's neck, I'm like, he's going to hang that fucking turtle. He's going to strangle the turtle. He's going to strangle that turtle. He's going to hang the turtle uh, from the... Uh, from the the tree as a warning to Darwin. <laughs> Be like, don't you fuck with me. This I was is here my first, ship. you dick. <laughs> my, my he comes back wearing the turtle as a hat. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the doctor's gone mad. <laughs> we, we can't stop him. Hey, foreign people, what was that book I was remembering where they added the turtle and there was a family on the raft? You Tell me about that, will you? Down right. dot net. It rings a bell. It almost sounds like the key, but that's not a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a rich, spoiled kid and a lonely and black man. And a slave. Isn't he a slave? Uh, it? It, I don't think it's. I don't think it's black. Yeah, I don't think I think the kid basically treats him that way. I thought for it was a while. Yeah, I thought but, it was but like the, but modern see, but times. See, I didn't think it was like in the era of slavery. No, it's like it's, it's like it's a I mean, retro. modern as in like the fifties or whatever. Yeah. It's retro the, for us, yeah. but it was written. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're well beyond slavery though. But the but the but the of course the in the north the hook is that the kid is blind. Yeah, the kid becomes blinded, so he depends on the on the black man, and he can't. I read so many books in in school, but for whatever reason, so many better books too. But for some reason, I remember the key. Oh no! Vividly, no, that I one, remember it really well. That one and uh, friggin' where the red fern grows, red fern and uh, the yearling, sep- separate piece, a separate, separate piece, piece yeah, and the hatchet. Hatchet right? was pretty yeah. good. Mine were uh, red fern grows, hatchet, and um, the one that he wrote after where the summer of the monkeys, I think it was called. Was, I mean, it, was it, it as good? In high school, you read Catcher in the Rye and all this other stuff, but like I'm talking I like fifth, sixth, seventh. I didn't either. Oh, really? I didn't wow. read Catcher in the Rye or Terabithia. I, I did read Terabithia. Terabithia. I did read Terabithia. Hatchet, I know nothing Terabithia. of. That must have been that came. Hatchet's later. a little kid. He's in an airplane. And the guy has a heart attack, and he crash lands in the middle. Right. Fucking oh wow! Right. Sounds and, awesome. And he finds out that the place that he crash lands is magical and has weird powers that always change season after season. Cool. And uh, by the end of the time, you don't I know see what, what you go- did there. Yeah. See what you did there. Actually, Hatchet was really cool. Hatchet probably instilled my first interest in uh, survival. Right. And and also oh, uh, ingenuity um, actually, by way the, of the equivalent of my era was um, uh, my side of the mountain. Was the book that we had, which is about a kid who goes off to live in the woods alone. And he oh, that sounds cool. Oh, I, I think yeah. I would like that. I think I remember that. Yeah, they made it. They, they made a. They made a movie out of it and so on. But My Lord, Lord, of the uh, Lord of the yeah. Flies. Lord, Lord of the, the Flies. flies. Yeah, yeah, you gotta read that. Chocolate one, yeah. War. We read a lot. The other Chocolate one I read War, was. Yeah. Um, I actually like the movie version of Chocolate War, and uh, 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 I know the guy. He uh, he was actually on Lost as guest star, but he was also uh, he was uh, in the, the asshole in the Green Mile. Um, I can't remember his real the name. The kid. No, no, the asshole. The, Percy. The, Percy. Poisey. Yeah. Percy from the Green Mile. I actually knew him. He dated a friend of mine for a few years, and, and I actually used to hate him. Is he a douchebag? What happened yeah. to him? He's the sweetest guy in the world. No, he, he has a face for douchebag. He's the in, sweetest guy in the world. When he was shooting the Green Mile, he had one of the first like production blogs or whatever, and yeah. he was just posting his own thing, which now per- you can Percy buy. Percy from so the Green Mile? Percy was yeah. on Lost. He was a main yeah, character he, on he Lost. Yeah, he was Horace. He was Horace on Lost. By the way, if you're still watching the movie... They Island did, of the Blue Dolphins. Go. They, they did just have the moment where he he was like, "Oh fuck the ship! I yeah. guess I gotta go tell him now because he was good to me, so I gotta fucking." So, so the doctor says, "Uh, so guess what? The the French are here." Yeah. So they're on the other uh, side of the island. There you go. So anyway, uh, books we read. Yeah. Um, so actually, there's <laughs> like the, I said, Island of the Blue Dolphins yeah. is one of my favorite. Ones. I, I remember reading that the Pearl or was it the Black Pearl? The Black Pearl. Which Why's had nothing really to do with black. Was it always going to be black with you? The, now, here's the other thing. is like, now, here's, oh, look how they're going to make the go. A plot and the B plot connect here. The whole idea of protective camouflage comes out of the B plot. Ah. And, and there you go. Yeah, and, and this all this this Darwin and evolution stuff. Because, I mean, uh, Aubrey, in a way, has to evolve in order to, you know, he uh, the, the ship is kind of old, but he's got to evolve his ways and his way of thinking in order to adapt. And I think and, this is a bit of a stretch, but I'll give it to you. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just drawing a corollary. <laughs> <laughs> You know, 
you know they 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 sort of jump right over the whole thing uh, that the you know try and dodge the controversy in the way that people you know are perfectly capable of doing where they, the kid says so they, the animals change that's weird and he says does God make them change he goes yeah yeah that's, that's yeah, what sure he he's like, he's God like, makes them change well, no, but they also change themselves he's like yeah he's like sometimes and maybe yeah God makes them change themselves it's a it's a very sort of you know, you know. egalitarian view and again of, it's like the, it's strange as some people live many people have no problem being religious and being Believing in evolution, yeah, they actually are evolution. fine with. They actually are right. fine with it. You know, the, it's an official doctrine of the Catholic Church. Catholic Church, like, yeah, yeah, fucking evolution. Catholic Church, well, the you know. Catholic Church changes shit. That's true. By the way, limbo totally is do. no longer a thing. They totally do. Every yeah. every ecumenical council, they've, they've they totally do. And, and I still, yeah, I but, but they are consistent on the child rape. So yeah, so no, they, 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 they are not they letting some, go of that some one. Serious principles. Hey, but, and hey, I, I still so ma- far, I still maintain it's because a major function of Catholicism is education. And you know, if you just <laughs> if you tell your people to go out and get educated, they're going to get educated. They're going to come uh, back going, you know, this evolution thing's kind of solid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. a couple of generations of that, and they're going to go, okay, evolution. They call themselves the siren because that draws in. Well, that's one of the great. Hooks yeah, of, a, of a really strongly formed religion. Jehovah's Witnesses and Scientologists do the same thing, where they give you materials and say, "Learn about other religions." Obviously, it's their materials. Yeah, it's their. But then you come back and you religions. feel really, really confident. Yeah, exactly. Learn about other religions. Christianity is totally dumb. Oh wow! Well, I didn't know that before. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like Rumspringa. It's you know, yeah. it's kind of am- <laughs> what, what, what amazes me is that anyone ever comes back, but they do. <laughs> the majority do. The vast majority yeah. do. Which so is crazy. the system works. You know, good for them. You know, it's, uh, even like the uh, Zeitgeist, that internet movie. Uh, oh, is it? Wait, real quick. I'm sorry. Isn't Rumspringer where Amish people go out for a couple days? They go out for, for, yeah. for, yeah. for a long time. For, for however long for they, how long they, long they want. Until yeah. then, if they don't want to come back, they don't. And talking about Zeitgeist. Fuck Zeitgeist. No, yeah. I agree. But like, be, dude, we should do a commentary for Zeitgeist. Oh god, that would to be, be amazing. to be fair, the the Amish thing. I'm sure it's like you've grown up in this in this environment and stuff like that. The people who come back who are like, uh, what? I don't like this. I like, didn't like, like it. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like you have the ability to decide to go back to childhood. In a sense, right. you know, you're just like I would rather not have that much responsibility and just milk cows for the rest of my life. Thank you very much. There's I, something appealing to it. I just, people I just find yeah. it, I just find it fascinating that you know that's built into the to their system. And that it works, you yeah. know, that people, some people go, no, I don't want to live in the modern world. Well, yeah, if you hobble back. someone's personality from childhood, they have no choice but to come back. I, oh, I you're call always this, so negative. By the way, I call this the A-Team sequence where it it's, totally is. it's a part of the episode of the, A's, of the A-Team where it's like, where okay. They're, built, they're, building, they're the building the machine. They're building the gizmo. They're basically turning a dump truck into a battering ram with yeah. detachable flamethrower cannons. It's the lock and load and, sequence yeah, you've seen and, in a bunch and, of movies. And uh, a chainsaw catapult. Like, this is, yeah. this is that part of the movie where they're doing all this sort of disparate shit that you kind of have an idea why but like you don't necessarily know why they're chipping away at their uh their cannonballs but then you see everything kind of come together later on eddie there's chainsaw a, catapult would be a good name for a band too there chainsaw you go catapult. put that in the forum there there's a line i think it's coming up where uh he, he says here about um you know make sure we don't sail too good no we should look like whalers and of course they have these whaler prisoners that <laughs> they've rescued <laughs> uh, and again, no, it was no offense but you know he says to the, to the guy make sure you sail kind of half-assed yeah so they'll think we're whalers And the fact that even the whalers don't the whalers take part in the battle? They're like, yeah, fuck you, because their 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 fellow whalers are prisoners on board. If you the ship. had the choice to sit in a broom or, yeah, or have a sword and a gun, swing on a rope, and at least it's kill like French people. Well, I mean, not, yeah. it's like, well, he's outside. You know? uh, <laughs> I love I love how they they say, okay, Callaway is ready. You know, he's ready for this. He's like, and and, and so Callaway is the one with both arms. Here's the, here's the and, line. Uh, here's the line right here. Yeah, right, panicking, maybe look panicky and disorganized. You know, no, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but you know, you know what I you know what I meant. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, no. They, it's like you know. Uh, you know, you guys are dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. You're just not the British Navy, right? Yeah. You know, just let's let's be clear on that. The and kid, the kid with the kid with one arm is basically gonna just 
essentially babysit the ship while everybody is. Yeah. is <laughs> he actually there. has command. He actually has command of the ship, but he's like, he's like, well, I'm just gonna stay yeah, right here. He's like, you're gonna stay behind. I'm gonna leave the party that's gonna go over and fuck everybody up. But in the end, you know, as we find out, unfortunately, uh, he dies. P- uh, you know, Peter dies, but. Um, the, the one with one arm, he actually, you know, Def Leppard's drummer, he actually is the one who saves the day. He's the one who actually yeah. boards the ship. He's got his great scene where he's, where he's, yeah. he's mustering the cannoneers, just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> screaming and yelling, like, do this, do that. And he's Fantastic. like stabbing dudes, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's full on. Yeah. And I love how, I love, and again, this is good leadership. He He's like, yeah, you've got a shitty job, but you've got command. You're going to yeah. get your first command at age 12. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. When you still have three limbs, you know, like when it means something. That the definition of a good leader is getting someone to do a job that they don't want to do and make them enthused to do it. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a combination of carrots and sticks and reward and punishment, but also motivation. You know, that's that's ultimately what makes someone a good I'm gonna leader. test my leading abilities here. Okay. Eddie? Yes. I'll pay you a thousand dollars if you give me an amazing massage right now and don't leave any parts out. <laughs> Are you enthused? That's that's can that's, I just say that's a thousand a, is not enough. A thousand yeah. is not enough. That's yeah, not that's, being that's, a I mean, even yeah. for me, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you know we're talking six figures, and we'll start we'll start talking. And, here, and, and all I have to say to that, man, is, I'm a is, shit leader. Yeah, well, no, all I have to say to no, that, no, you is, only have a thousand dollars. Is what it boils down to. I just want to say, uh, can we talk after the show? Because um, <laughs> we should finish this, but then I think right, right, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll go outside. But we can just slow down a minute and take things just. Take it easy for a while. Yeah, I mean, whop, just, whop, just kind whop, of whop. mulling things over a little bit. That's all. Now this this is a great motivating. Speech, yeah, this right? is his his Saint Crispin's Day speech, yeah, Saint Crispin's such as it is. And uh, there's a there's a line he says something like, "Oh, it quicks the word and sharps the action." I always yeah. like that phrase. It's great. And then I think they already had it where, um, and I, I was trying to mention it before, like the. Uh, the kid's like hiding, and he goes uh, stand tall on the quarter decks on all of us. It's yeah. it's whatever deck is the only part of the quote I can't get right. It's uh, stand tall on the whatever deck, um, all of us. And uh, Tom Rothman, the head of Fox, mentioned that in God. one of his little speeches. Um, and I don't know why people hate Tom Rothman because I think he's a pretty cool guy. But uh, he he says that he he had, from this movie he adopted that. That's one of his things when when fellow executives like junior executives are going, oh, what if the movie's not a hit? He'll just go stand tall on the quarter decks on all of us. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's his little meta. That's joke, his little yeah. relative cry, which like yeah. I'm like, all right, awesome. I've used it. I've actually used that line a couple times myself. Well, th- th- this is a, it's a motivational but procedural and it's sort of an as you know for the audience. Like everything we've just seen happen, yeah. he's telling he's like, us, yeah. All right, this is what you guys are yeah. doing, goddammit. And, and he ends it with, they mean to take us as a prize. Mm. Yeah, and then and like he's he's setting the stakes for them but also explaining to, to the audience as well, like, you know, why why they were hatcheting down, why they were taking the wheels off the, the back ends of the cannons. Mm. So... On the far side of the world, the ship is our home, and this this is the point where every sort of plot thread unifies. And the title, moment. and the title, yeah. But who's the master? Who's the <gasps> oh, oh shit, son? Quick sword and sharp the action. I don't even know what that really means, but it's awesome. <laughs> it, sounds it sounds cool. great. Dick punch and throat stomp. Yeah. Like that's you know. <laughs> Lock and load, which you know, yeah, I always loved. I it's always, a, it's a, it's a, it's a steampunk lock and load, exactly. Yeah, I quick, feel like huzzah the was constructed. Engage the brass. The word huzzah was constructed syllable by, by syllable, so that you would always feel fucking rad saying it. <laughs> uh, huzzah! See, see, my first, my first experience with the word huzzah was at Ren Fair, where nothing yeah, felt awesome. It's not cool. No, nothing fair. felt cool. No, at all. sir. No, sir. I've juggled at Ren Fairs. I know what you're talking I've about. I've been to many Ren Fairs. I, I, I. You I know the best part of Ren Fairs is corsets. Corsets. Yes. Bodices, bodices, mead and bodices. I, I, mead on a stick. Again, that's subjective of the corset. It's subjective of the bread, woman. Sausage. It's subjective of the woman can snugly fit into a corset, or if she needs to be crowbarred into <laughs> Trey, it. Trey, yeah. also yeah. your like, your car in the muddy parking lot. Yeah, 
being able to go back to that, also a great part. Also great. Yeah. yeah the pro- having, having sex in a privy, nice. <laughs> okay. Never done that. As the, uh, as the I, used to, I used to build props for the Ren Fair because we had the joke. Like, what how, a how many, nerd. How many, you, how many Ren Fair people does it take to screw in a light bulb? There, there were you, two answers. One was, <laughs> light bulbs aren't period. That was one of them. <laughs> but the other one was, uh, uh, they don't screw in light bulbs, but they do screw in the privies, and they screw backstage, and they screw in the parking lot. Nice. If you ever read the uh, the Sandman comic book, I think around issue 70 or so, there's an issue where Sandman encounters a guy in, in roughly Shakespearean times and basically gives him a mortal life. And so this guy goes present day with his present day girlfriend to a Ren fair, and he's just like walking around going, are you kidding me? He's like, if this was the actual renaissance, half these people would have face tumors falling off. The other <laughs> yeah. half would have dysentery. He's, yeah. like, he's like, there's nothing to be You'd celebrated about You'd all be 16 and pregnant. Yeah. We just had a moment looking back, like we talked about earlier, when you're being chased, you're in the wrong position, and all the guys that are waiting by the guns are looking at each other like, oh, there was a big mortar shell thunk just then. And in the shot, you can clearly see the shitty-ass wall and window separating them from the, <laughs> the ship that's shooting at them. Yeah. They could just shoot straight through the glass into that like little area. Yeah. And um, this is why, among other reasons, I'm on a couch and not a boat. <laughs> As as he said earlier, talking about the uh, when they're talking about the construction of the of the Acheron, he he said uh, they're vulnerable to stern like we all are. It's like is that another Navy rape joke you're making? <laughs> it's like is that what you're trying to say? So anyway, so here's your here's your <laughs> that's why you have your stern for being vulnerable. And, that's right. We're and all occasionally, vul- trade the bow. We're all vulnerable to the stern. You know what I'm talking about. So anyway, so here's your here's your uh, here's your action scene. Here's your Errol Flynn. But boy, it wasn't like this in any Errol Flynn movie I ever saw. I mean, you can imagine like just hurling big twenty pounds of iron at other guys who are fifty feet away. And what I love is that all these cannons are aimed at aimed at the mass, and like it's not a it's not like one shot will take it down. They've got to yeah, they've got to they have to really pummel it. the thing for at a the, while. At and the that's time, no guarantee. At the time, we had a, a, a my friends and I watched a lot of anime, and there's always a thing where someone gets like cut or something, but you don't really see it happen, and then he just stands there going. Uh, 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 yeah, and then the and arterial then falls, spray, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly what that ship just did. Yeah. That ship yeah. just went. Uh, uh, yeah, and then the mask that's an old out. that's an old samurai thing from Kurosawa and like uh, the old Toshiro Mifune movie. They get cut and then there would be uh-huh. a pause and then yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the French were just going, "Geez, they missed us with every single." And they the slow turn. Uh oh. <laughs> Ammunition specialist Eddie, would they have had uh, explodey cannonballs? No, it's, cannonball is just a big chunk of iron. So they didn't have anything. They could, so so, but it's hot too. It, so it, it seems also like they're limiting their. It seems like they're limiting their destructive power by having, we really have to hit something important because we only have about 12 inches of right. hole making ability. But the, yeah. the problem with what you're talking about, about making it a bomb, is that you're going to make the thing that you're shooting explosive as well when it needs an explosion oh, to, right. to propel. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You know now, the mean? coolest so, one so I saw s- was in Pirates where they had the two chain you your yeah, chain off. shot. Yeah. Chain shot existed. Chain, chain shot, shot is real. That was bad, yeah. where you have two, yeah. the two cannonballs with like a two feet of chain and it just goes. Chain shot is meant to mess up the rigging and disable the ship. You can take out a mast real easy if you have the right aim. It's, and, a, it's, uh, a, it's a cannon version of a shotgun, essentially. But yeah. yeah, and they and also they would have cannon shotguns where you just put junk in the yeah, cannon but, and just blast it with yeah, whatever. The the junk shot that BP is using the original term from that was from a cannon that would just fire whatever crap they could find and just throw in there. Then they did they did have mortar technology. I'm sure but, it worked better back then. But yeah. literally, it consisted of you had to put you know like a an, it looked like an old school cartoon bomb with a big fuse coming out of it. Yeah. And light that and get it out of your way before it exploded in your right. cannon. Um, they use they do kind of a wacky cartoon version of that. And I think Baron Munchausen the mortars yes, that they. Yes on the city or that kind of thing but as you know it's kind of tricky it's an extra layer of stuff and it's hard enough just to get this is awesome see they're not dumb either they're like everyone lay down and pretend you died you're dead damn those (laughs) french who knew they were clever (laughs) and again mr mr i think mr poling is the one who gets killed i love that dual wielding the fucking yeah he's totally dual wielding (laughs) 
<laughs> he can't help but be this a This will save me heroes, 30 seconds. Heroes tend to dual wield. They don't carry the big guns. They just dual wield two small guns. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, now, if only he had like very gun, eponymous if he had it, a gun fu gun with a big knife sticking there out of the front. There oh, we there go. Goodbye. Bye, old man. Yeah, this is how I want to have a gunfight. Point blank range. I right. feel like that's too many voices. <laughs> it does. It's a Everybody stadium. quiet. It's a stadium full of guys. It sounds like show. a YouTube Everybody concert. use your inside voices. Now. Yeah. <sighs> Keep it down. We'll I love. It. I always love when Darkman goes into gay voice. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not very good at it. That's, that's, the, that's the irony of it. it. It does not come naturally to Darkman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then we go, yeah, you get two shots, and then you just start clubbing people yeah, with your that's, gun. Yeah, that's gritty, brutal war. Like that, you know, it's like I was saying with 300, the, the swords were not sharp. They just were giant clubs, essentially. Yeah, you they just, just start clubbing on a people guy. with them. There we go. There's the mortar. Yeah, yeah, that's about as close as, yeah. It's literally, it's literally, if you play, literally the cartoon bomb. It's a big iron if you play, <laughs> with a fuse coming out of it. If you play Stratego, you're familiar with the image. Oh, yes. <laughs> he just hits him with his head with a snake. Yeah. It's this is uh, the true definition of the word melee. Yeah, it's just it's just ugly and violent. It's sequences like this. I, we always talk about visual effects. Let's spend a minute talking about something we really haven't spent a lot of time talking about right. on the show. Sometimes, but not a lot. Uh, it would take forever to do the sound design for the sequence. Yeah, it would take an absolute tremendous amount of time. Right. And I'm, I'm not sure re- if that's I'm not sure if that's true because a lot of it because it's so like anarchic on the screen. You just go ting 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 and layer about five layers of that, and you're like, eh, that's actually, actually, well, actually but- if, if you if you really listen to it, I'm actually we're getting a good stereo effect. I mean, it's it's. It's quite good. I mean, yes, it could oh. be that, but this is a there's a pretty impressive sound they're, design. They're paying they're paying close attention to the major moments that you're going to notice. Yeah. It's like a guy gets clubbed, and you're going to hear the clang. And sometimes stuff like there's that, a very definitely. wonderfully little distinct, you know, ricochet or a little uh-huh. ting or something that'll be, you know, it's true. Very, I mean, very clear. It's really I, well done. I would say in a, in a scene like this, it's less about the sound editing or the sound or the sound design choices, but just the 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 mixing is oh. has to be incredibly precise on this because if if you, I mean, this is one of those things where you know I've even just on. TV shows and like independent features, I've had thirty some odd stacks of sound design on, on a on a particular scene. That's where the mix and everything really needs to be really precise. And then it's like, oh shit, which one is too loud? I don't. Well, no, yeah. the worst check, is check, check, the worst check, is check. I would. Yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. I just we go. go through. Get this kid, damn it, but the kid being insane. Like, I'll shoot you. This, this first kid, person he sees. But on the this other kid hand, is like the precursor to Hit Girl. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, go, you go. I love. I love how the bubbling doctor accidentally saves the day. Like, whoa, yeah. oops. But on the other hand, he has, uh, you know, uh, essentially committed treason because he was told to stay on the right. ship. And he's like, no, no, we got to board him. Get over there. Yeah. It's like, no, no. He took, you. Some, he took initiative. Uh, yeah. The, the relationship with, you know, with, with uh, fight and set piece choreography and how it's cut is, is you know, I think Uwe Boll is the only guy I know <laughs> who will take a, a two-person sword fight duel and cut it like this. And because yeah. of that, you hate it. But this, because there's so many people and there's so much going on, you really don't need to go wide or stay on one piece of action yeah. for very long. You want to see all – you want to see the Doctor. You want to see the Marines. You want to see Jack. and But Aubrey gets like – Aubrey gets a nice little moment to shine, but again, he's tight. Normally, I don't like being too tight on a fight scene, but here it works because the ship itself is claustrophobic. Yeah, it's so it's they yeah. can't they can't do big sweeping moves. Right. I didn't like in the Dark Knight how like we went really tight on a lot of those fight scenes uh, later on after Batman had been established, but here yeah. we're so we're so in the middle of everything. It's almost all these shots could be argued are like a POV shot of just anybody. You mm. know what I mean? Like. And doctor's because, doctor's throwing down for a guy who's got, got a, had a bullet in the gut pretty, pretty He probably recently. does fencing back at, at Derbyshire. I guess you know? so. Like, 
But but I think I think that's part of it because because it's the kind of thing where he's a doctor and blah blah blah. But because he pulled out his uh, his own bullet, like the, you don't even have to yeah. establish no, that he knows it. sword fighting. You're like he yeah. will kick your ass. Somehow right? he just got an influx of macho ness yeah. from that. <laughs> I would love to see also the doctor also he fight. knows exactly where to stab you. So he, he's yeah, very efficient. precise with a scalpel. Yeah. I would I would love to see the doctor fight Indy for Shia. Fence, 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 fence. Ting, 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 ting. Shia has monkeys, but he has a cool hat, so yeah, it's kind of an even fight. He has iguanas. Six one half dozen other. So he's like, oh, that kind of opened my mind. I wonder world if a like bit. a scene like this would end that quickly. If it'd be like, everyone died. Yeah, actually, I think it would. I, 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 would. I, I At a certain point, everyone would be yeah. like, we're done, we're done, we're, we're done, done, we're done, 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 it's a little, it's a little like if someone invaded this apartment, you'd know pretty quick if you'd lost or not. Yeah, know? like oh, I think they I think they won. I think that's over. Yeah, it's, it's I weird. think we'll be done now because we talk. I and I love the parallel because like the, you could tell the captain and the doctor there of the friendship played horns together. Like you see yeah, just these nice so. little parallels to, uh, uh, t- to their own relationship and how they really are just kind of mirror images of each other. <laughs> Do I look like the Capitan? No, yeah, I'm not seriously? asking you if you're the captain. I'm asking where the... Never I mind. I have three teeth. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's right. The captain has at least five teeth. It's a law. Yeah. No, I... You know, I... Uh, and I like the... You know, the, technically the conflict's over, but there's still... Like, we're, we're, the story isn't over, you know I mean? There isn't, the, the closure isn't quite there yet. Yeah, there's still, there's still the whole, there's, there's paperwork. Yeah. Basically yeah. is exactly. how it works out. Now this, and this is a great, you know, this is a great little, little, Head little okie doke that the, the, the French, you know, the, the, the whole point of this idea is that Aubrey kind of goes, that French guy, he is good. And, you know, yeah. he's about to find out that he's still, really he's still good. got some tricks up his yeah. sleeve. Not only that, but I love, it's, we were kind of talking earlier about how slow information was to travel back in the day. But the advantage is that this sort of this you know older style of combat, when you wanted to surrender, you just told everybody in your face, "I surrender," and then that was it. In our modern world, if you want to order a ceasefire, it's like it, it takes a while to communicate. People could still be getting bombed, shells could still be going off. It takes longer in our modern world to surrender than it does sort of. In the yeah, just world. go. Right, we're, we're done. We're, we're done. We're done. We're done. Stop, stop it. All finish. And that's a great look too, because as we find out, that doctor is actually the captain, and so when he hands him the sword, it's a like, little, nah. it stings his pride. Yeah, a bit. damn it! And then the big reveal of our good friend here, not him. <laughs> that's right, the doctor we thought would make it, but uh, not a zombie. Oh, uh, bummer! Wow! And he went down messy too. Yeah. How to get fucked up by that guy? Again, you don't need to see it. You don't need to see him. You don't need to have like you saw what was happening. Something yeah. that's that he went. To, he went to you know take part in some whatever the objective he was headed for. And you don't need you don't need to for it to go slow mo as Imogen Heat plays. <laughs> you can you know you just you just enjoy, you you shorthand. You know like Peter Weir really really good with shorthand. And it is and it is the kind of thing. I mean, you almost said it like it's the, a lot of that was almost POV of people. Who's going to see that happen? That shit just happens, yeah. and then you see it, you yeah. discover it afterwards. Like, you know, they, nobody knows how it happened. Yeah, you know, it just it just suddenly he went down. Yeah, when, when the kid asked for the the thread so he could sew it up himself, I thought he was going to put it through his nose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was my rule, not yours. Yeah, that's right. I just want to make sure. <laughs> oh, not a perfect movie. Yeah, dope. Set up, no he's like, I'll, he says, I'll do it, and then he realizes, wait, I've only got one hand. This is going to be yeah. tricky. That is incredibly affecting to me. Like, when yeah. he actually says, but I could use a little help. Like, that's really, I don't know, that really hit me for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is going to take me all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, on second thought, you know what? Uh, maybe you should help a little bit. Can you bring me some food or something? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a while. Like, no, I actually meant holding the, th- oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just, okay. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's okay. 
Man, that ship got fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Take her as a prize. Some, some prize. Yeah, really, some prize. Yeah. You're not going to get your deposit back on that ship. <laughs> do you get deposits on yeah, 19th yeah. century ships? You do. You know, when you, you you sign it out from the queen. Right. There you go. And then you take it out. And if, you know, it's... You know, you, so, so the point is, if you're going to be a privateer, take out the right. insurance. Always so, take out the insurance. So when they turn it in, is there some guy with a clipboard with a drawing of the ship going, yeah. okay, dent here. Yeah, exactly. Dingy no, that was, we, that, that was there when we took it out. That, the mass was gone when we okay, left. Okay, yeah. What do you say to three shillings? And we forget the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. How about... Okay. Here's the thing. See, I, I, I covered it up. I didn't think you'd notice. See, I'm waiting for a check from the Americans. Man, I thought I could actually, put some Bondo on that. And we'd be set. Come on, help a brother out. So, Bo- so anyway, they're dead. All these yeah. ranks, I have no idea what they do. Yeah, what they're the for. Able seamen. Able what Okay. Uh, Quartermaster's quarter mate. Yeah, okay, fine. Was yeah, it, good. It was, the date the quartermaster? I don't. Uh, I know what a quartermaster yeah. is. Well, yeah. they, uh, a few, a few of the upper ranks have someone specifically assigned to be raped by them. To be, okay, to be, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> general rapey, like yeah. you know, Bill Franken, yeah, <laughs> uh, bitch, <laughs> Brian Finifter, pretty mouther. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Brian's going to just listen I to this know, right? innocently and go, Mouthy oh, of the lady? Master I had no Kermit. part of this, Brian. And then suddenly I'm not even there and they're doing, doing the lady's Dork Man's the only one not making jokes about your mouth, sir. I'm yes. not either. I don't even know where that joke came from. I, I'm just fascinated. Whatever that, that, that joke came exists. from, I wasn't even here for that. I guess Chloe said, I don't know. Oh, Chloe now is the first, the person <laughs> who's never done anything on the show. And the life of... It, that's... Oh, man. Yeah. And what a way to go. Uh, guess what? The water's only four feet deep here. <laughs> so you <laughs> still just, just look at them. Like, hey, yeah. how's it going? Uh, uh, great. Splash. Now we got now we got a sail over them. <laughs> cut, cut, yeah, cut to the guy. <laughs> Good thing we don't have a motor for the body's like this is, this the body's is the like moment. standing upright with his head still out of the water. <laughs> this uh. is this is the moment in the theater where I'm like, someone hug this kid. Yeah, I know. Right? Seriously, he's it's had a rough, in. rough summer. <laughs> so take him to space camp or something. Yeah, Jesus. really. He need take. You're 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 fairly close to Florida. Go to Disney World or something. Come on. Rye Chuckle yeah. says the thank you. Thank you there. Yeah, the kid's like, I think I will be a botanist. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think I'm that's gonna, what's going to happen now. Know, be, that's what he wanted to be, the fighting botanist. Yeah. He wanted to be <laughs> the, the fighting the, botanist. The, the, the sailing, the, the, which I believe was, wasn't, isn't that the uh, the football team of uh, of uh, Caltech? The, 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 <laughs> fighting, the fighting botanist. botanist? Something like that. I, I was accepted uh, to Radford University when I was in high school and uh, in Roanoke, Virginia. And uh, I almost seriously went because their mascot was the Highlanders, thinking that they really love Highlanders. <laughs> ah, there yeah. can be only one. I realizing around the same time that Highlanders was a reference to you know something you know historical, but I just thought, man, I could play Queen all the time. I could, yeah. <laughs> Dress like Kurgan for homecoming. <laughs> It'd be great. Well, I you know I I I if I hadn't gone to USC, if I hadn't been accepted to USC, I would have gone to my home state school of University of Maryland, which inexplicably is the Terrapins, which is just a fancy name for a freaking turtle. And I don't I don't the turtles, know. Turtles, huh? Yeah, a turtle. That's their the that's the mascot. Turtles. The fighting well, the turtles. Oregon banana slugs are high on my esteemed funny list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but see, and that's got that's got a character to it. Terrapin is just like they th- thought it sounded cool California. and then found out what it was, you know. I think UCI is the banana slug. No, they're the No, no, no. It's more, it's more northern. Banana slugs. Oh, no, no, banana slugs is Oregon, I thought. No, there's someone in California, I'm pretty sure. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Cuz it's a redwood forest thing. Yeah, we saw them when we were shooting uh, Return of Pink Five. We saw a lot of banana slugs, along with all the uh, yellow jackets that stung us yeah, to death. That too, a lot of a lot of wildlife in the forest. That's a separate commentary, which we've already done yeah. actually. So, 
So here we go. It's amazing that they're still that they could even fill the deck with this many guys at this point. That they haven't they lost like nine hundred guys off of this boat? Can everyone just stay on deck all day yeah. for morale? <laughs> yeah, because we don't want it to look like. Can bring the cow up too while you're at it, because that looks like two people. So off he goes. Now you got your own ship. That's how we do it here. You're the guy who didn't die. Good luck to you. Try to continue not dying. Yeah, try and keep that up. I, I like that Polin's got his own command. It was, it's it's a nice little. We kind of need a. We need yeah, some, some uplifting yeah. stuff. Something, something nice. Something goes right for someone. <laughs> yeah. Good times. But then of course <laughs> I love the doctor. The doctor's yeah, <laughs> his yeah. little top hat. Here we go. He just want to pinch his cheeks and then punch him. Yeah, exactly. You get the you get the lousy doctor, and we'll keep the good doctor. You get the shitty doctor. Please just don't get sick while you're on your way home. But of course, Mister Mister Pullings is like you know he's like Mister Pullings gets his command for about eight seconds, and then the captain's <laughs> got to go. No, I got to go rescue Mister Pullings because he's being fooled by the French captain. I love how Killick's all fucked. Killick is, yeah, Killick's ruined. Battle damage, Killick. Yeah, <laughs> collect the whole. Collect the whole. Set. I have all the killicks. I have. Uh, I have grumpy Galapagos baking uh, killick. Comes with replaceable heads. Yeah. Dino damage. Different levels of battle yeah, damage. Dino damage. Dino damage. That's that's when they went to the other Galapagos yeah. island. Air attack. Killick. Yeah, air attack. Killick. Killick. Uh. <laughs> with the amazing grumpo action. Levinia. Yeah, so here we go. Hey, what the what now? The big reveal. The, the huh? The what? The oh boy. And the the, I, the best part of me about this Indian is that it's not it's an Indian of this particular story, but you definitely get the sense it's it's very franchise making and right. And to me, it made me want to revisit these characters yep. again. Yep. You know, like you just like I'd like to hang out with these guys again, even for whatever they do. I'd like to just see where they go, and maybe that would satisfy what you know Teague felt was lacking. Maybe this is like the launching pad he needed to to get into you know something more interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I like that they don't really explain. Like you said, it's like you kind of have to understand what that look meant. Yeah. It's right. like, wait, right. the doctor's dead? Oh, yeah. I see what's going on here. You know, you got to understand what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Son of a It's like, well, maybe next time, Galapagos. I shall <laughs> discover right. you. It's like, Although the, the closing line is pretty funny. It's almost like I a gotta sitcom. I got to say, I did love that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still and This asshole. is where they are, kind of that married, yeah. that married coupled vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Married couple vibe. And like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this is like I thought that too. I'm like I see what he's doing here. It's like the I end see of what he's gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the end of a sitcom here. It's like you know. Oh, will they ever get to the Galapagos? <laughs> yeah. so, and now he's just basically playing ukulele. That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that wacky doctor may he may never get to the Galapagos Somewhere ever. I know. <laughs> over the rainbow. They beat. He's not a 700-pound Hawaiian, though, unfortunately. Yeah. They're, they're, but, you know, no one's perfect. Well, they're busy preparing for battle. They're just, yeah, just like, playing oh, the ukulele. La, 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 la. Cut but to, again, it, cut it, to it, river dancing. It ends as it begins, you know, yeah. with people at alert, doing the ritual. But now, because we, it's a happier vibe, I guess, you know? I don't know. So our arc was we went from mm, to mm, kind of. But, <laughs> but, again, it's what happens in well the middle said. that's the interesting stuff. Well placed. You know? well. It is. It's an unusual film, but then you know, as soon as I heard Peter Weir was doing a blockbuster, you knew you were in for an for unusual the, film. Exactly. You weren't. You weren't going to get Die Hard. Yeah. You know? I mean. I mean. Strangely enough, I would say of the films I've seen, I haven't seen all of his films, but um, I've only seen the, the, the real popular ones. The yeah. Truman Show is about his most mainstream movie, yep. Yep. which is why you know the Truman Show is so odd for a mainstream movie. <laughs> yeah. But you should see what Peter Weir normally gets up to, and this I think is an example of that. That um, you know he, he makes even when he makes a huge Hollywood blockbuster, it's not a huge Hollywood blockbuster in in style. I love Dead Poets. I love the Truman Show. This movie still doesn't really. 
I see everything there to like, and it's just something. It just chemi- in, in terms of a chemistry with my brain, it just doesn't really click for me. And that's fine. That's uh, you know, again, there's the other title. one off in the distance. So like, yep. we well, can catch him. Go go go. Hold go, go. up. <laughs> Flash your high beams. Yeah. Get their attention. Anyway, so, Eddie. Has uh, this, four days from now, they're going to turn have, behind have, him and going, "What the hell?" Have you? Has your opinion evolved at all, or are you just where you I, were? I've noticed a couple things I didn't notice before, and uh, if I can watch this movie and watch one to three things that I didn't notice before, that just added just a. a pinch more depth to it then that's that's a good movie to me i i i like all the characters the characters are vivid patrick o'brien did the novels there we go and i and you know again i don't know how much is patrick o'brien and how much is is peter Weir, but uh for whatever reason the alchemy that that created this movie i am a fan of and i would have loved to have seen more master commander movies give it 15 20 years i'm sure it'll be a relaunch or a reimagining or whatever and they'll probably be in space but whatever i you know hey. regardless <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when you said that, I'm like, that could be pretty cool. Actually, yeah, yeah actually, holy shit. Hold We're going to wrap up this episode early of Downfall. we got some writing to do. Could uh, they have swords that are made out of lasers? <laughs> no. No, the, the, I, I, no. I can enjoy <laughs> because this Because as we have learned, douchebags get way yeah. too into that shit. I can I can enjoy yeah, I can enjoy this movie uh, virtually at any time and it's it's uh, it's it's sad that it doesn't get really the notoriety or the respect it deserves. I mean, it was nominated for best picture for or, you know nominated for a mess of Oscars and uh, but it, it was unfortunately one of those great movies that just kind of gets forgotten and and not really too many people revisit. And that's a shame. Dorkman. Uh, yeah, I was uh, glad. I was glad to revisit it because um, yeah, I remember why I like this and and a lot of it is like you said, it's um, the characters. Um, uh, especially the supporting characters. Interestingly yeah. enough, you know, it's really it's really a lot of an ensemble picture, and um, I, I don't know what else there is to say about it. I I remembered liking it, and now I remember why. So there you go. Trey, bring us out. I you know I this is one of those things. Normally, it's it's what we do on the on our show, if I can call it that, is um. You know that we that we dissect something and we we look at it, we spread all the moving parts out and we kind of go oh okay and that's why it connected and that's or why it didn't disconnect. I, you know, I, we can dissect this movie. I don't know why I like this movie because it's kind of go. It has a lot of strikes against it that you know seems like oh boy, it's a whole a long ponderous movie about a you know a archaic period of history and it spends a lot of time going into detail and, and in the end nothing has you know particularly happened and and you know it's got a lot of nice actions and yet I love. it the crap out of it and I can't tell you why but I really enjoy this movie I'm never I never get bored watching it I'm always fascinated by it and uh, you know it may just be the audacity of them doing it that, that is thrilling me about it but uh, you know as I said at the beginning I first time I saw it I had no expectations and as I came out of it I was like I that was an awesome movie and I don't even know why I think it's awesome but it's awesome and uh, my opinion of it's never changed cool well, if everyone is, is everyone good, we done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an awesome movie. That's yeah. what we're saying. Sweet. Uh, so like how about you? That, I just want to say I like the way the credits are divided up. They're yeah, like, by, by 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 rank. rank. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot too. I just noticed that. Cool. Uh, this has been Down in Front. You can always find my episodes at downinfront.net. Go to iTunes, subscribe, get a brand new episode every single week. We're on Twitter at twitter.com slash downinfront, Facebook, Down in Front, everything with Down in Front. That's us. Cafe Press, buy a shirt. Go to the forums, register, involve yourself in the conversation, and please, a new addendum to the outro. Tell your friends about Down in Front. Uh, and until next time, my name is T. Christie. Eddie Doty. Mike Scott. Trey Stokes. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. I had another opportunity to say yar, and I didn't Oh, you totally oh, we, did. We, the, the, the pirate thing didn't last very long. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 that's true. Trendsinyourhead.com